And we're going to get it off to a quick start here on GCR. Busy Thursday edition of the program. I'm Glenn. He's Griffin. Today's show brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Save $100 when you use the code TAILGATE at GinsuGrills.com to reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill, the perfect home grill or tailgate for grilling, baking, searing, smoking, all kinds of food. Again, GinsuGrills.com. Busy show. Coming up in just a few minutes, Kenny Maine. You've seen Kenny Maine you're basically your entire li- life. He was down in uh, New Orleans for the uh, Ravens-Saints game. We're going to catch up with Kenny here in a bit. Ken Zalis is going to join us in studio this morning. We will make picks as we do every Thursday, but on top of that, we will also find ourselves enjoying his misery as he has to consume and mayo, bring the music down, please, if you don't mind, Griffin. Thank you. Uh, needs to consume a mayo and mint apple jelly sandwich. So there's that. We'll enjoy that. That'll be uh, coming up in a little bit. Also later on this morning, Dominic Foxworth, Baltimore Zone and uh, former Raven, now a media superstar on ESPN. He's going to join us. We'll talk some Ravens with him. And then uh, weekend at Bookies to come as well. Also my friend uh, John from Little Rock. We'll be hanging out in studio with us this morning as well. We got uh, quite the day, quite the day schedule. We're going to try to start things off here in just a second. Jaden Numbarger from uh, Navy as they get ready to face Notre Dame Saturday at M&T Bank Stadium. So much to do, not a ton of time with which to do it as we continue on a uh, Ravens bye week version of the program. So, a couple of things really quickly right out of the shoot. By the way, are we, are we certain that's the right number? Let me start with that. Can you tell that from, from the, the voicemail? Can you tell? Okay, it's definitely him. All right, very good. Um, then do me a favor. Send an email to uh, Scott in, in, if we get the, try him one more time, but send an email to Scott at 10.05 if we haven't heard from him. All right, just to say, hey, Scott, it's Griffin. We're doing live producing here on the show. Scott, it's Griffin from uh, from GCR. Just wanted to let you know that we, um, we've tried calling Jaden, but we have not gotten an answer. That's all. That's all we got to do. Best laid plans of mice and men, or mice men in our case. Best laid plans. We're like, we're going to knock this thing out. We got things scheduled up 15 minutes. Everything's going to go perfectly. Uh, believe it or not, not always the case. Not always how things go when you try to make that work. All right, a couple of things. So obviously, we uh, Ravens continue to sit back, and uh, life's good. We don't have to worry about anything. The news yesterday was on the Orioles' front in a couple of places. The significant one, Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles, option not picked up. I am, I'm struggling with this one. Because Jordan Lyles proved to be exactly what you needed him to be. And every team, no matter what you might have coming, no matter how much you believe in some of your own pitching, no matter how much of an impact you think Grayson Rodriguez might make, every team can use a guy whose job it is to go out and eat innings. Every team in baseball, good, bad, anyone, can use a guy whose job it is to go out and eat innings. The, the flip side of this is what we don't know. Are the Orioles planning on spending in the free agent market legitimately with starting pitching? Because if they are, then they might say, look, we can't do both. 
We're going to go get a pitcher. We're going to go get someone, but the reality of it is we can't both spend $11 million and also go out and sign the guy that we want. They're not going to come out and publicly say that, of course, but that might be the reality of the circumstances. It might very well be that they're just sort of acknowledging it's not possible for them to do both things. There have been people that have said, maybe you can re-sign Jordan Lyles at a number that's more favorable. I mean, maybe, but now all of a sudden, you got to negotiate with everybody. And I don't know if Jordan Lyles is so desirous of being back in Baltimore, particularly if he's going to lose money in the process, that he'd be willing to do that. I'm My, my gut reaction to Jordan Lyles is, don't like it. But I'm acknowledging that I only have a small picture of the story that I still need to know more about what the plans are. And as we talked about a few times late in the season, the reality is the Orioles actually have more going for them or at least more candidates for the rotation next season than places where we feel particularly good as far as position players are concerned. And perhaps within the organization, their belief is, We've got the pitching. If we're spending money, we're spending it on bats. It's a risky proposition, of course. And the answer that we can always give is you can never have too much pitching. That's eternally the answer, is that you can never have too much pitching. There's no such thing. I'm, I'm willing to be patient. I'm willing to try to learn more about what the ultimate decision will be or how this will ultimately end up playing out with the Orioles and this decision not to pick up Jordan Lyle's option. But my gut reaction is don't like it. I hope it's a very small piece of a total puzzle that the Orioles are putting together. I hope that we'll look back on it and say, well, they could never run it up with insert pitcher's name here had they brought back Jordan Lyles, or it, they simply might have had too much. I don't, I don't know. At the moment, don't love it. The other kind of news related to the Orioles came out. They, they put in a claim for Daz Cameron, so there's that. I have n- literally nothing that I could possibly say. His name is Daz. So. I guess it means Cedric is gone? I mean, no, I don't think so. Name. I don't think that's going to be the move. I got nothing to say about Daz Cameron. Yes, he's Mike Cameron's son. Mike Cameron once hit four home runs in a baseball game. So maybe maybe Daz will end up doing that. I don't I don't know. But so far, not a lot to see in Daz Cameron. It's 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 a guy. That's, I mean, at the moment, that's all I can say. It's a it's a body. There's no reaction to have to that. The other news related to the Orioles that came out yesterday was news about how the schedule is going to look next season. And that I think is quite intriguing. Um the first part of that equation is that the Orioles are moving Monday through Thursday weekday games to 6.30. And I like that a lot. A lot. I've said before, 6.35 to be specific. I've said before, when I was in Arizona, Diamondbacks game started at 6.40. And that was a good thing. It was a good thing to me that Diamondbacks were playing games at 6.40. So, this is from between uh, before Memorial Day 
and after Labor Day. So when the kids are in school, that's a good thing. It's a good thing to be playing the games at 6.30, giving more of an opportunity to stay for more of them. I get it. There will still be an argument about downtown businesses and you want people to come downtown. You want them to go over, have a few drinks, spend money, get dinner. And 635 maybe makes that more difficult than 705. I I understand that's the flip side argument to this. The flip side argument is if you get off work at five o'clock and there are far less traditional nine to five jobs that exist. But if you get off work, at 5 o'clock, it is difficult to get downtown, get parked, or take the god-awful public transportation system that exists in our city. Hopefully, there will be upgrades coming. Hopefully, that will be a priority for Westmore. I, you know, I, I think that's the smallest thing that we could ask for. It's tough to do that, get somewhere... Get across the street to Sliders, eat dinner, have a couple of drinks, and be into the game by 6.35. That's the negative. The negative is the way that it might impact downtown business. And that's unfortunate. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie about that. It's unfortunate. I do think at some point you have to choose. And... I think right now, I would argue that this is the best thing to do. Could I bump it back 10 minutes? Could I see a world where instead of 635, maybe you go 645? You try to find a happy medium between these things? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that being a, a bit more ideal than 635 to try to, to throw a bone to your partners downtown, to the businesses that have suffered a great deal over the last few years while the Orioles have been miserable and nobody's been going to the games? I'd, I'd like to continue working with them. But I think it's for the best to try to allow for more people to consider going to games. I think it's very easy in April when the weather's not great to begin with to say, dude, we can't do 7 o'clock. It's just not it's not gonna work. And try and find out if six thirty makes an impact. And the answer might be no, by the way. It might very well be that you don't get any more people going to the games by starting them at six thirty five because they still say the same things. Well the weather's not great and you know, we'd still like to be leaving by nine o'clock at the latest and then you might still struggle. But taking a shot at it and figuring out if you can get a few more people to come downtown and go to the games by starting the games a little bit earlier is a risk I think that's worth taking. The flip side of the announcement yesterday about the schedule was that the Orioles are going to play more afternoon games during the week. Which is interesting. Uh, Our friend Paul Valley, who hosts the Bat Around Saturday mornings, pointed out, boy... I don't think I like that because Brandon Hyde refuses 
to catch Adley Rutschman on a day game after a night game. And so more day games after night games are a bad thing. And, you know, you guys can can get after Paul all you want, but I, I don't think there's nothing to that. That for this franchise in this moment, when their most important player is the catcher, the idea of there being more scenarios where he's not catching doesn't seem ideal. But I do think at some point we're going to have to accept this. I think the role of backup catcher in Baltimore has got to be more important here. We've got to understand that the value of Adley Rutschman, yes, is that he's going to catch a good bit, but he's not going to catch every day. Now, I do think that the Orioles need to have, like, I think they could have come up with a strategy of how many day, tr- true days off Adley Rutschman's getting versus days where he's DHing. I mean, like, you need Adley Rutschman to be in the lineup. You need your day game lineups to be legitimate lineups. And part of that is improving the team. This goes back to the conversation about Jordan Lyles. Part of having better day game lineups has to be that they need to have better players to put in the lineup. I mean, that's part of the issue of what they went through this season. You can make fun of the lineups that Brandon Hyde was putting out there, but he only has so many guys to put out there. The bigger problem was that guys simply weren't producing. So if this goes back to them internally saying, we need the investment to be in the lineup and with position players and with bats, because not only do we need a better starting lineup, we need we need better bats off the bench. If we can make certain guys who we had to play every day more utility pieces, then maybe those lineups that we put out there for day games don't seem so bad. Look, I like the idea. I always get excited when I see a day game, like, you know, a, a, a getaway day special where you can get down to the ballpark, spend your afternoon there. I also think that we have to, a lot of this goes back to how nine to fives have changed post COVID, how there's far fewer nine to fives in general. And I think that is impacting every decision that everyone is making, not only within professional sports, but within pop culture. Are there more things we can do because there is less slavery to nine to five? Can we consider doing more of these things? Because there is a greater audience that could be out there that isn't forced to just be in an office as a working stiff from nine to five. And I'm I'm good with the I'm good with the Orioles trying to figure that out. And we'll get what the figure out what the answers are and we'll go from there. I'm I'm I liked it. It was a thumbs up for me, the announcement of how the Orioles are altering their schedule. That to me was a thumbs up. The Jordan Lyles thing, we'll we'll find out. All right, um, the Ravens continue on a bye week. Uh, they sit at 6-3, first place in the AFC North. Our next guest was down in New Orleans on Monday night, checking out the Ravens and the Saints. He is one of my favorites. I know he's one of yours. He is the great Kenny Maine, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Kenny, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It is always great to catch up with you, sir. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was a little bit of a weird game. Um, it's like they were fighting. You know, a five-yard play was a big deal in the first half. For either <laughs> we see. I don't uh, know that. But, we, you, you, but do we mind that in Baltimore now? I mean, they put together two seven-plus-minute touchdown drives, and they ended up. Oh yeah, no. I mean, ultimately, you know, I, they were the better team going in. They deservedly were the favorite. They 
you know, they got the better quarterback. He's always a threat. He was missing a few guys, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. maybe they didn't have everything going the way they liked to. I felt like he was a little tentative. I don't mean tentative like he was playing poorly. I mean, he was kind of like, what's happening in this game? I'm kind of studying the flow of the game before I do something a little more assertive. It's just He just looked a little different to me. But I'm a huge fan. He's, he's a threat on every play. Great arm, great legs smart, you know, runs the thing, makes good decisions. So I've never quite understood. I, I think it's just because people have nothing else to talk about. So they got to talk about things that are negative. That's how too many people watch sports. I, I'm not one of them. I get so that. I've never understood the weird criticism of him for the good amount of work he's done, consistent, you know, still fairly young. I, I don't get it. Anyway, I, I, I'm a I'm fan. With, I'm and, with you. Can, can, and they, they look like a a decent team here. I don't. I don't mean to trash your your former employer or anybody in in this business who does that. But I mean, there's just it's clearly there. Sometimes where people are saying things about Lamar Jackson that frankly aren't watching him, that have no idea what they're saying, Agreed. and are just basing it off of I need to say something because that's what I get paid to do. Um, the interesting yeah. the interesting part to me, Kenny, is the Ravens now over the last two weeks, the Buccaneers game in Tampa and New Orleans, and I get it. These are not teams that we think are Super Bowl contenders. But they've averaged 38 minutes and five seconds of time of possession over these last two games. And to your point, I don't think is unfair at all. Like, aside from the insane criticism of Lamar Jackson, I do think the last couple of weeks he's been a little off. And maybe some of that is not having Rashad Bateman and Mark Andrews on the field. But he seemed a little, you know, skittish at times. He's been throws that have been a bit off. But sort of finding their identity again and running the ball and putting together these long drives and now – maybe having a bit more of a dominant defense, adding in Roquan Smith, this looks like the method that made the Ravens so successful going back to, like, you know, 2019, the last few years. Yeah, no, and he's ultimately going to make his big plays. I didn't even mean that, like I said, as, as a true criticism, like it was poor play. I meant because he doesn't have the same weapons, it's almost like let's just kind of keep it under control. Okay, we punted. Punting's not terrible we'll get it the next time, right? Like there's a lot of coaches who would say, if you score, that's the best thing. If you punt that second, right? Don't turn the ball. Right. Up. So I just thought he played kind of a measured game and, you know, he made the right plays. He made some good runs when he had to some good throws when he had to, I, I think they're a pretty solid team. And, and every coach is going to say, we don't really care if we win eight to five, we won. Let's go next week. Like nobody cares if you're a coach, how the game's, are in full it's just do you win or do you lose right every win is hard so you know what do they have six wins um they're in a good spot right now kenny man of course you can listen to the hey main podcast as part of odyssey he is with us here on gcr kenny is is you know holding the ball for close to 40 minutes a game and playing really good defense and again i get it we're doing they're talking about two games against the buccaneers and the saints this isn't patrick mahomes and josh allen that you did it against but if they can keep that going, can that be enough to beat teams like the Chiefs and the Bills should they get to the postseason? Oh, I mean, if, if it's that big a differential, two to one on possession, yeah. I mean, that means the other guys either got to be doing poorly or scoring quickly. <laughs> as long as in that 20 minutes, the other side doesn't hit three or four home runs, um, you know, you're doing okay. But yeah, that's a huge advantage. And that's, you know, it's cliche, but that's what you always say, right? You want to keep other good quarterbacks off the field, and the best way to do that is not let them have the ball. Yes, that's helpful. I would say that's a pretty good way to go about doing it, is let 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 you be the team that does things. 
Um, uh, Kenny, I want to talk about uh, just one more about the Ravens. I mentioned the defense. What you saw on on Monday with Roquan Smith now in the mix and this this revelation that Justin Houston has been this season, which is you know borderline insane. Um, the type of season that he's put together, eight and a half sacks in six games so far. It, do you get the feeling that this is trending towards being a dominant type of defense? Um, I, I would, I'd be guessing because I really haven't been there like you week after week, seeing all the different variations and how it's improved. I saw in person just this one game with them. I've seen their highlights, so I think I'd be. I'd be doing what you said earlier, where somebody's just yeah. saying something to fill time in when I don't have a I strong opinion. It. But I, I was, I was impressed with what I saw a few nights ago. That's for sure. And they, I saw some clips of it afterward, like on the highlight shows. They ran some pretty cool stuff. It's like over my head that you know I'm always on the offensive side, um, and that's what most of us concentrate on more. But when you see defenses do things that that have you know some intricacy to it, you know the stunts that they're running, second guy in kind of stuff. It's it's pretty fun to watch, especially if it's your defense. Reminds me of my team, the Seahawks. Yeah, when they had that amazing defense, just the defense was an offense, right? Like you know, they were making so many plays and making so many stops and turnovers. It was like another weapon uh, for scoring points, whether they actually did it or whether they set the offense up to do so. Let's let's talk about your team, the Seahawks, because we talk about revelations, and I mentioned Justin Houston. Uh, how in the hell do you explain? what Geno Smith has been in Seattle and like, are we talking about a guy that's going to, there's going to be a bidding war that the Seahawks are going to have to throw a ton of money after, or do they look at this and say, well, Hey, if we can do this with Geno Smith, there's probably another Geno Smith that we could do this with next year. Like what, how in the world do you explain what's happened? It's one of the, not just the great stories of the year, but maybe of, of recent NFL memory, what's going on out there. Yeah, I think, what it really says to me is the fine line between those who start and those who don't start. You could say the same thing about those who make teams and those who are the last cut, right? There oftentimes really isn't that much difference in the level of play between the people I just compared. Just one guy gets a chance and one guy doesn't, right? Because for so long, it looked like he was just, all right, he's going to ride out his career as Russell's backup if Russell hadn't left. And then instead, he gets this chance to play and clearly he was underestimated, right? I just remember saying, I, by no means did I predict he'd play as well as he has, but I also didn't think he was going to be a disaster. I just remember saying in August, I think I did an interview, um, who knows, it might have been with you guys, where I just trust Pete Carroll. If Pete Carroll says it's going to work out and I have a plan, why am I distrusting that? He's given us you know, over a decade of really, really good football, mostly good decisions, and mostly playoff teams. Like, if he says it's working, then it's working, yeah, right? It, if Wade Boggs says it's a ball, it's a ball. Like, you know, certain people, you they build up a trust level because they have had such, such success doing it their way. And he said, we got a plan. And, and the little bit that he did get to play, you know, he'd come on and relieve Russell sometimes. I was like, oh, he looks like he knows what he's doing. Hmm. Who knew if he was ready to just take over a team? And it's been fun to watch. Kenneth Walker running great. We already got good receivers. Defense has come on. Like, it's been pretty fun to watch this this to this point in the season. It's so funny you bring that up with Pete Carroll because you're not going to believe this. There are still people somehow in Baltimore that criticize John Harbaugh. You're, it's just crazy that there are still some people here in this city that criticize someone who all he's ever done is won. And I don't agree with every decision that John Harbaugh has made, but it's amazing to me when you talk about a coach like this 
and it's it's the the idea is that somehow you've won in spite of them or something like that. It, it's right. it's unbelievable to me the way that opinions like that can exist. Well, I think it goes back to what we talked about at the top that people watch things with different lens, right? Some people watch sports just in a full negative fashion, and that's all they're looking for. What's the most negative thing I can say? Even if I'm watching my team win, you're, I'm going to criticize the punt team. I don't know. They're, they're just, <laughs> right. just a different viewpoint. I don't right. operate that way mostly, and it was the same when I worked at ESPN. I enjoyed watching good games. I root for my you know West Coast teams, obviously, but otherwise it's like kind of like celebrate the cool shit and not be so... <laughs> deep into the negativity of it all right it's no it's so well said like i i say this all the time that i i don't know how it is in, in seattle i don't know how it is in other markets but in baltimore everyone always hates the offensive coordinator it's just the way that it works right like you believe <laughs> yeah, i guess well, because your favorite thing is sitting next to like some somebody's grandma you know two doors down and and everybody thinks they're an oc right and the because stand. they play madden or whatever they, they truly believe right. that they can call plays better and I, I like mm-hmm. this happens with Greg Roman here in Baltimore because you know they, he likes to run the ball. It's not the most Madden electric uh, offense that the Ravens have. But I look up and I'm like, they're the number five scoring offense in football. They're the number two DVOA offense in football. What in the ever loving f are you complaining yeah. about? Like what? Have we all gone insane? Like you know what I well, like? I thing, like results. The other thing too. Way too many times people will make an analysis of something that happens, uh, you know, the, the seemingly that somebody made a mistake, right? But you don't know for sure what their play call was or what their defensive call was, if it was a defensive mistake, seemingly, right? Like, maybe that guy wasn't supposed to even have covered the receiver. Right. He, was, he was cheating to go help a guy who didn't cover him, but then it makes it look like he made the mistake. So... People make criticisms without all the information, I guess is the best way to put it. Yep. No, very well said, sir. Very well said. Uh, uh, Kenny, I don't mean to, to spring this on you. I don't know if you ever had a relationship. We, we lost – Fred Hickman died yesterday, and I, I was, was at ESPN for a little while, was a legend in this business. Um, did, you, did you know Fred at any point? Did you guys have a relationship? Or, or maybe could you tell me anything about the respect you had? Because he, we, we had an affinity for Fred because he partnered with Nick Charles, who we had in Baltimore, again, uh, who we lost way too young years back. And, oh, yeah. you know, just loved Fred Hickman. The voice, everything about his presentation to me was, was so incredibly good. Yeah, well, I, I knew him only a little. Yeah, we crossed paths when he was at ESPN. I think I bumped into him maybe at Super Bowls or something. But yeah, huge respect for what he and Nick did together. That picture I put out and others put out today of those two, you know, that kind of classic shot from their old show they yeah. did together. I mean, they, they they truly were kind of like at the forefront of the modern sports casting that Sports Center was a part of, obviously as well. Even uh, the George Michael Sports Machine, right? Yep. Like that yep. was out of Washington D.C. And so when I was, you know, starting like in TV out in Seattle, you know, finally getting on the air in the mid eighties, whatever. Those were all the influences. It was all three of them. It wasn't just the SPN. It was the Nick and Fred doing their thing. And George Michael with his big clunky, uh, giant <laughs> computer machine, <laughs> the spinning tape. So it's funny because obviously ESPN had big sway as well. And so many different characters that, you know, started things off, but they were one of many influences like for a lot of us that got into it. And, those two, they just had a cool way about them. That that was a really good run that Nick and Fred had for all those years. It, you know, it again, 
it was one of my favorite ways. Of what I always tell people too is like when you're doing whatever you're doing, do it like you're talking to your friends on the couch. You know, mm-hmm. you're not putting on makeup and presenting a very official statement about sports today. You're more like just being a regular guy, just saying the stuff you would say sitting next to your friends watching a game. And they had that that chemistry and the camaraderie and, you know, did it so well. I mean, they were incredible. They were an incredible duo, and, and he will be sorely missed. Uh, Kenny Main, what all can I – obviously the Hey Main podcast, but what all else can I get plugs in for you because you're always so good with your time with us? Um, well, yeah, today we have Allison Becker, my friend, the actress. It's very cool. Uh, and, and it's funny because for Hey Main, and that's on the Odyssey or wherever you get your podcast, as they always tell me to say, um, she, John Glazer, Ben Schwartz, and Aubrey Plaza – have all now been on my show and I did, I, I, it was just fun having them all. Cause I know them all in different ways. They were all together with me on the little show we did at ESPN way back when, and all of them have had such great success. You know, Aubrey's like big star. She's in the white Lotus yep. and she had her Emily, the criminal movie and John's over in London doing a play. And Ben Schwartz is always doing a million things. Allison's always busy doing a bunch of things. She's writing, you know, they're all very, I basically started their careers is what I'm getting. At. So, uh, <laughs> And I'm happy for all of them. So, dude, I'm an, that. I, you're uh, talking. I just need. I'm an obsessed Parks and Rec fan. Like the happiest day of my life mm-hmm. is we had uh, Nick Offerman call in one time, and I sprung it on him. I uh-huh. just said, Nick, because he was promoting a gig, he was playing in town. Would you be willing to just say the names of meats for the next ninety seconds? And he <laughs> he giggled that Nick Offerman giggle, and he said, Yeah, I'll do that. And it was as much radio gold as I always imagined it would be. It made me happy. That so it's it's, solid. it's so cool. It's so cool that you have those relationships with that yeah. guy. That was no, and I'm still pissed. I'm the only one that didn't get to be on that show because everybody else did. I don't. <laughs> we, we, we gave him the whole stable there. Uh, we got that. I'm doing stuff for Caesars. Like I said, I was just in New Orleans, and we're still working on our our uh, fundraising for our Veterans Foundation. It's called Run Freely. R U N F R E E L Y. Run Freely. and we get these devices on the legs of veterans who otherwise can't move around very well and get them moving without pain. Maybe a good way to uh, recognize Veterans Day this week would be to make a donation, runfreely.org. Uh, Kenny Main Thank on you. Twitter, at Kenny underscore Main. Always appreciate you taking the time for us, man. Truly enjoy our conversations. Thank you for doing this. All right. See you next time. Kenny Main checking in with us here on GCR after he was down in New Orleans for Ravens Saints on Monday. Can you believe that, Ken Zalis? There are people that, despite all of this success, would criticize the coach. That's inc- that's crazy. What a what a crazy thought that would be. It's insane, isn't it? It's, I guess it's. I guess it depends what your definition of success is. I mean, I mean lots of you, lots of if winning, you're, if constant you're, if winning. You're, if you're in, winning and then more winning. If, if you're impressed with regular season, yeah. I mean, it, ah, it's, it's done. I yeah. mean, it's great. But yeah. if you have bigger fish to fry, right. you know, then, then yeah. I can understand. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great point. It's a great point. They've never had any postseason success they haven't. They haven't had it for a really long time. God, God really God. long time. Because we've seen – no, and I'm – Oh, I, for I, God's actually, sakes. You started this. God. I you regret it. You I started it. I regret it. You started it. I wasn't going to. I was I re- just coming I in here to it. eat a sandwich. That's, yeah. All, yeah. that's all I'm here to yeah. do. By the way, you know John from Little Rock's going to eat a sandwich, too. Oh, he just you? volunteered 
to do it with you. Uh, he could do it for me. No. How no, did I how no. did I wind up with this one and then next week you actually have something that I'm actually Well, you want back in? No, I cuz I don't know if I can come next week, but so At any but, point during the you don't think you could stop by at any point during well, the week. Well, I thought you were just doing well, it. It would be like, great to do it on Thursday cuz you'd yeah, be here anyway to do picks, can, but if you could, could do it another to, day, we'd... we could try to work that out. Okay. Um, you know, I ha- I have some so so- do you, All right, we'll talk about that. Soccer challenges. Go ahead. But but how did I wind up with this and actually something that we're all intrigued about? Is I'm not actually, really intrigued by it. Really? I got to be honest with you. I'm not like, intrigued. Like you're not a little bit? Like nope. it doesn't. It, nope. Like that's the one that doesn't to me sound like god awful. All, right. all right. We got to grab a break. When we come back in, KZ and my guy John Keller from Little Rock, who's uh, in visiting home this week, they're both going to enjoy a mayo mint apple jelly sandwich. Ken's is going to have a little bit more mayo and a little bit like Ken, as we said, it was going to be a healthy Whoa, amount of healthy. both. That's what like, you. We, I heard even. No, no, we use the word I healthy. Heard, I heard even. No, you you made that up. I didn't. you decided you heard that word after you lost. <laughs> nice week, by the way. <laughs> One hey, win. Hey, hey, the win, win was important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we will we will do that next. KZ is here. Uh, don't forget, online sports betting is coming in the state of Maryland. In the next few weeks, Impressbox will be your source for the best offers and sign-up incentives. Starting right now, you can get $100 pre-registration credit from our friends at FanDuel by going to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers. That $100 credit is in addition to the new user promo you'll get when they go live. Just go to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers right now to get your $100 FanDuel pre-registration bonus credit. PressBoxOnline.com slash offers. KZ is here. Glenn Clark Radio. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today the latest edition of press box is available now on the cover new maryland basketball coach kevin willard sits down with stan charles and glenn clark to discuss the situation he inherited in college park and how he plans to get the program turned around also inside we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area and bo smoke profiles ravens receiver devin duvernay press box is available for free at over 500 area locations including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Another Orioles season is in the books, and the Bataround was there every step of the way as the Birds posted their first winning season in six years. And after promoting two number one overall prospects in Adley Rutschman and Gunnar Henderson, Mike Elias has said it's liftoff from here. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and along with my co-host Zach Goodman, we'll be here every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon all over offseason discussing every signing trade and waiver claim as we navigate the cold winter months that lead to spring training you can watch us at youtube.com slash pressbox online and facebook.com slash pressbox sports or listen live at pressboxonline.com slash radio and if you miss a show you can find us anywhere you get your podcast so tune into the bat around with paul valley and zach goodman 
every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon right here at PressBox Sports. Stan the Fan here, welcoming back one of my favorite sponsors, the Costas Inn. And everybody around Baltimore knows the Costas Inn is a great place to go and grab crabs, steaks, salads, soups, whatever's on your mind to eat in person. But did you know that the Costas Inn has upped their game? They are now one of the premier takeout places in Baltimore. Give them a call now to order your food, 410-477-1975. That's the Costas Inn, over 4100 North Point. Boulevard. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887- 5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. If you can't listen or watch live, you can subscribe to the show via Spotify, Amazon, or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review while you're there. Or, if lying isn't your thing, we'll take a three-and-a-half-star review, too. All right, back in here on GCR, and we have reached the moment. By the way, today's show is also brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, and it's also brought to you today by your local Toyota dealer and by a Toyota.com. The Toyota Tacoma comes in a range of models and trim lines so you can get the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique... It sounded like he was popping a bottle of champagne. That was quite the pop. You can choose the perfect Tacoma to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals and new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today. So Casey is here. Uh, can, is, is the other mic over there? That uh, John from Little Rock, can you... Uh, hey. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm great. It's amazing to be here. John, uh, John and I have been friends. I told this story recently. John and I, the first time we met, we didn't actually meet. This is a, this is a straight shoot. <laughs> we were both in Houston. I was still on the Ravens beat at that point in my life, and um, my then employer, who John's been known for forever, said, hey, I got a, a buddy who's got an extra bed in this hotel room. Instead of getting a, another room, just want to go sleep in the other bed in this hotel room. I said, yeah, that's fine. You know, no problem with it. And I found out later it was John, yeah. who I've known <laughs> and has been a great friend and a supporter for a long time, and um, it's it's really good to see you. First yeah, of all, pal, it's awesome to be here. Can you can you hold the microphone a little bit up closer? It's no, it's right. awesome to be here. Um, lots of uh, Ravens trips in the in the in the memories, and uh, I I my day is not complete without listening to Glenn Clark. Radio. Oh, there we it's, go. You've always been so <laughs> you've always been so kind to me, and um, you have no idea. It's fun times. No yeah. idea how much it means to me. All the kindness. So. Ken has to do this as a punishment. <laughs> Why? I just want to do it. I don't. I don't know. I just want to. I love mayo for one thing. That was I, and I had forgotten <laughs> about that when we were talking about it yesterday. I was like, I don't understand why he's doing. That. I'm like, oh right, no, John loves mayonnaise, yeah. whereas the rest of us, <laughs> it were revolted by it. Yeah, and I also love jelly, but I don't know about the mint part of it. That's yeah. going to throw me. I've off. never. That's my part is yeah. the mint more than the mayo. I, <laughs> probably not, but. I don't like mint in anything, like it, unless it's literally a like a mint, right? Like, oh, I'm with you. Like, like, like mint, mint chocolate chip. I no, no, you know no. all of that stuff. I I just can't do it. Yeah. Um, 
So that's the part that's going to bother me. Right. I have a feeling. So we, we said, John, that Ken has to eat a healthy amount. We'll let you choose because you're just doing this for funsies. Yeah, yeah. You don't. We're gonna like. We're, the point is to try to make Ken's life miserable in this process. <laughs> By the way, Dominique Foxworth is going to join us in about twenty minutes. We'll talk some Ravens with him. But uh, Griffin is going to be in charge of making Ken's sandwich <laughs> because we got to make sure that there is a healthy amount of both mayo and mint apple je- jelly. So Griffin, if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and have you do this right now. Uh, KZ, you again. You did this to yourself. Well, actually, you did it, too. No, you... I don't know if you remember. You got one game correct. I did. One game. I did. It was, it, I, I was I was going just wonderfully along until I decided to get involved in this. Right, correct. Was, as, when there was nothing, as, when there was nothing at there stake. Was no, right. And, and, you By know, the way, is it, it worth it putting your curse on Maryland? Knowing that if you just simply wouldn't have put your curse on Maryland... I'm really torn this week, too. Um, why? I don't know if I want to put the curse on them. Why not? What, 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 do you suddenly like Maryland now? No. but You just but, suddenly care about the results because you had a bad week last week? Yeah. 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 Results have become more important than you're the powers that you hold over Maryland. I understand that. Um, so you're going to do this. Are, are you committing to being back? Because we're going to do picks later so, on. So, so I, I'm actually intrigued by next week. So for those that missed it, uh, and would you rather Wednesday yesterday, we discovered – that apparently, this isn't a thing in Arkansas, is it? The cinnamon roll chili thing? No, I never heard of it. All right. Uh, in, in <laughs> Can- sounds disgusting. In Kansas and other places in the Plains, they apparently eat. No, that's not nearly. You want more? Okay. There's not. Want more? It's not a. You asking What's him or asking that? me? No, that's no, like no. A right? healthy. Do you camp. see when he ate the. Um, no. The, pep- the, the pepper. pepper no. Oh, you did that on your own, didn't you? Yeah, For, I did it on my own, but he had a lot more pepper. It was, than, it was yeah, hard. yeah. You, was this is you got to pay a rough. penalty. This yeah. is a penalty, Ken. What was the thing? What, the last bet you lost was. Was it the milk and spaghetti or pie? Me sick for a week. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so. So yeah, the spaghetti milk spaghetti pie, and the first taste like wasn't terrible it was just that you had to eat like the whole pie yes yes it was entirely too much oh that was the point and like i mean D- like, dude i ate six peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches i don't feel bad about oh, this so six six peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches I, i'd rather do that than the <laughs> mint part here no, because you wouldn't. You're butter. just saying things. No, now. no. It I was actually, six of them. That's that, fine. That, I, if you put more, I it's never right, going to work. I, I guess I don't. I don't think it's quite enough, but I it guess looks like there's Ken's, three pieces. Ken's lucky because I'm. It's I, like, I, like three pieces of cheese. It looks like this <laughs> over there. I feel gracious because I've been on the other end of this. So like, yeah, Griffin's lost all of the side bets so far. This is the first time Griffin didn't <laughs> so, lose a so side bet. So going back, like next week, I'm 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 intrigued because it's like a so yes, sweet and spicy type thing. Next week's punishment is, and this is I don't know. I'm getting reports that there are different ways they go about doing it. Some people dip their cinnamon roll. That's what it looked in like chili. to me. Um, other people just eat them at the same time. It's not important that they like touch each other. They just. Well, I thought you would have to dip it. What we're going to do is literally put a cinnamon roll in a bowl and dump chili over it. Okay. That's what we're doing. It's going to be a combination of cinnamon roll and chili is going to be the punishment for next week. Okay. So do you think you could come in at any point? <sighs> looks like yeah, jello. at any point, yes. <laughs> but we would have to discuss what that looks like. I mean, what that looks like. I, 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 what, you mean like, 
Can you can you come in or not? I can, but okay. I don't know if it's Tuesday or Wednesday. That's fine. That's fine. The date is not. The day of the week I'm, is not yeah, important. Yeah, as just, long if you well, lose, because there's other people that I've heard. Like we're gonna have a standing room only. Well, every, for Everybody some reason, everybody's in on this side bet. Right. John's still in town next week. He right. might get I'm back like, in on I'm the like, side bet. I'm just like, I mean, so, so yeah, it'll be Tuesday or Wednesday. Tuesday or Wednesday is fine. That's okay. fine. Because Drew couldn't Drew couldn't do Wednesday. I think he yeah. was going to do Tuesday Proctor's, as well. Proctor said he can do Tuesday. Proctor said he okay. could do Tuesday. So, we'll, we'll, so Tuesday. We'll, by the way, this might work out perfectly. The Tuesday is just the day. It may, because maybe, maybe if all of us finish in a tie, we all have to eat cinnamon rolls and I should and be chili. on the picks this week because I can probably you, make Tuesday. All right. John's <laughs> okay. in as well. John's okay. going to be a, a special guest picker as well. So everybody's in for Tuesday. Okay. I have not heard from <laughs> Kyle or Paul or... I guess well, Stegger yeah, probably yeah, probably won't be choosing to fly in. To, no. to more do the, more jelly. Uh, I think a little more jelly. Yes, it doesn't seem to be touching all parts of the bread. Yeah, it seems I'm, I'm it seems it, like it looks like a Michigan State Spartan sandwich. It does kind of look like a Michigan <laughs> State sandwich. You're right about Good that. Night. So that will be next week's punishment. Our side bet for next week will be the cinnamon roll chili, and just about everybody's in on the side bet. Yeah, you, it, the four it, of yeah, us, the four of us plus Drew. So five and Proctor, so six of us. I mean, of all the side bets you've had, it sounds like the least disgusting one. I I don't know why. I'm not. This does not interest me, man. Really? No. I, the, somebody submitted the argument. So this is funny. My wife surprised me last night. You know, I like decorating for Christmas early. It's a big thing in my house. She surprised me, invited our old roommate over, and we decorated last night because we were away this past week and we weren't able to do it. So we decorated last night for Christmas. And when we decorate for Christmas, she likes to make chili. And she puts her tradition is put the cornbread in the chili, right? Like, like that's that, what I'm thinking. You, of and so that's what somebody right. made the argument to me right. yesterday: is, is how is it all that different yeah. than cornbread and chili? I'm like, because it's icing and because like just make this a is, sweet little like a little bit sweet. I, I don't know. I don't. I I actually think it's gonna be good. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Okay. I don't. Just put the damn. All right, there's there's KZ's. Look at that. Get like get hold that to the camera. Yeah. I gotta make one now, right? Um, or you can ask Griffin to make it for you if you if you yeah, prefer. Sure, yeah, there oh, yeah, we sure. go. But it doesn't have, just not quite as gross as, as Ken's. So Ken Zalis is paying off his side bet off side after bet. he lost picks last week, and here is the first bite. The, the worst part about this. How's the smell? Meat. Smell it a little. Smell it a little. Yeah. It's not, I mean, not bad. How about eating the mic? You're a broadcast professional. You're not talking into the microphone. What is going on? I'm trying to. Sum- I know you retired, I, but for I, I, God's I, I, sake! I'm, tr- I'm trying not to get this like all over me. I are you gonna? It's the other question. Is there any chance you puke? I'm, I've never tried this before, so maybe <laughs> maybe we bring a trash can over closer to Ken. Yeah, that, that maybe we need to do that. Oh, there's the first bite. First bite. I didn't get a gag reflex, so I'm not happy about that. I was hoping that I was going to get a. There's so much mayo on that. Good There's a lot right. of mayo. So yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me happy. <laughs> oh, I do like that. Describe the sandwich, please. It first of all, the 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 mint, it really isn't that strong. Oh, that's good news for you. It is. It's the te- but then why is it so awful? Because the texture of this is just god awful. It's just goo. It's yeah. It's just goo. Yeah. I yeah, goo sand that was part of that honestly was part of why I was not okay with this. This is something I don't know why this was a thing. Uh, this is our buddy Nick Kelly who found this for the, us. The, it's it's. I'm not. I'm like you. I'm not a big mayo person. Um, the smell isn't that bad because you were you were kind and got wheat bread, so that gives off a certain smell. Um, but it's it's the texture. It's just awful. All right, 
All right. We're going to have uh, John call. Uh, Griffin, at 10.50, can you try to give Jaden a call real quick? All right. Um, we're going to have John try his as well. Can't. I, I think that might be a little bit cheating, by the way. Drinking something? A, as long as you can't wash it down. <laughs> no, I'd swallow After, it first. Why are you not talking in the microphone? What is going on today? Did you keep talking? I'm like trying but to do But you know you're doing things. a show. <laughs> I'm trying to do three this things. This you. You've hosted shows on multiple radio stations. I forgot. Once you retire, you forget It's all things. over. You, you, don't, for, you forget things. It's, it's just over at that point. How's yeah, that, um, that good? I, I, don't, yeah, I don't find this cool. as cheating. As long as you're not washing it down, I'm okay with that. If you're no, washing I'm, it down, I'm, that's a problem. I'm swallowing. All right. If whole, you're if after then, that, that's fine. Yes. If it's like a palate cleanser. I can, yes, I can not, deal with that. I'm not like using it to. All right. Force let's see. It down. Let's see how John feels about first bite of his. Smell brew. Right. All I smell is brew. Right. That's that's the good part. Of All right. Let's see. Let's see. No, not quite as much on John's sandwich, of course. John went with. Um, how are you feeling about this? <laughs> the crazy thing is, I think all I like, all I taste is jelly. Maybe I need it more, maybe I want it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll This is ridiculous. It's he not terrible, but it's not something you would ever desire. Never in a million years would you want this. I mean, there's no way I would gag or anything from this, but it's oh, just, it's oh, just not better, desirable. You, you better, you better sop that up. You got, you got mayo and and jelly coming out of your sandwich. You better you better consume that yeah, somehow. We, we got Chick Fil A napkins there. That you can yeah, use. right. Got to eat the whole thing, bud. I am. You got to eat the whole thing. He made the sandwich. Whatever falls is his problem. Oh no, this. no, that's cheating. I would. But, you you smell know, the mint when you. When we we got to talk to Jaden Umberg, and then we're gonna talk Dominic Foxworth. Before we do picks, I would actually like to try just the jelly. I just want to try a little spoonful, just a spoonful okay, of jelly. I would like. Nothing. I don't. I don't. It fell out. Right. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take that little yeah, bite. See how I feel about that. All right. All right. Again, it's not awful. It's really not. No. Yeah. I, I'm not. The I, mint. The mint is very faint. Very faint. Very faint. Yes. The mint yes. of the jelly. It, it is not. It is not terrible. The crazy thing is, is you don't taste the mint, but if you smell that jar, right. it's all mint. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that's what I did before. Thing. Like before, I was like, let me smell what this is is like. I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. <laughs> this is this is a texture problem for me. Yeah, I get that. Oh, the texture does seem. This is this is a a one hundred. What? Okay, mint apple jelly and what? If peanut butter probably works, right? I don't think that would be bad. Yeah, yeah because I they, think this actually, the consistency right. and the, wouldn't be bad. I mean, this like I, I'll be quite honest. If you needed jelly and you didn't like you said, okay, I needed some kind of jelly. And this is all some for some reason you had. Mm-hmm. You could get by with you. I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah, peanut butter and jelly. This would be fine. All right, all right, very good. Ken's going to continue to enjoy his sandwich. John does not have to finish his. He might choose to anyway. Awesome. I'm having a yeah. problem with the word enjoy here. Well, I, it seems like a pleasant way to spend a day <laughs> enjoying a delicious mint apple jelly and, and mayonnaise sandwich. Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Glory Days Grill, where they have food that's much better than this. I think John and I are going to head over there in a little bit, actually. Uh, GloryDaysGrill.com is the website. The Oktoberfest menu is still available. They got six ninety nine apps every night after 9 o'clock at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill. Coming up this Saturday, in two days, right here in Baltimore, Navy, Notre Dame, noon kickoff at M&T Bank Stadium. Joining us now, 
Young man who is from here. This is his home. He's going to be playing at the uh, big stadium in Baltimore. He's an Archbishop Spalding alum. He is Navy's leading receiver. Wide receiver Jaden Umbarger is with us now here on GCR. Jaden, it's Glenn in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you, man. Thank you for taking a minute for us. Yeah, of course. It's good to uh, be on here and talk to you guys. I'm really excited for this Saturday's game. I can only imagine, dude. Jaden, hey, before we get to Saturday, I'm on the call tomorrow night for uh, Spalding and McDonough, which uh, you know is a big one in the semifinals. Uh, it, it didn't go the right way last year in the semifinals. What do they got to do differently to make sure they get the job done this time around? You know, I think um, uh, Coach Schmidt and, uh, and all the, the coaching staff, I think they have a, a, a good grasp on like, you know, their players this year and a lot of their strengths. And mostly uh, what I've always looked at is, like, the offense. Um, I think, you know, the key to this year, this year's game will be just, you know, not, uh, I guess, not not getting, uh, like, stiff in, like, the, the big moments. Just, mm-hmm. you know, staying, staying loose when those big moments come. Because as uh, everyone's seen, like, throughout the whole season, like, you know, every, every game they've been putting up so many points. You know, they have a great, great quarterback, great uh, skill players, offensive line. And uh, I think if they just continue to play how, you know, they were playing the whole season and just not let the big moment of, you know, being a semifinal game catch up to them, I think, I think they'll be good. It's well said, man. And Malik uh, Washington, Max Moss, that's been a hell of a combo this season. Those kids look really, really yeah. good. Um, Jade, yeah, this Saturday, playing at M&T Bank Stadium, you're, you're a kid who grew up here, right? And I, I know that playing just for Navy is special, and every guy, game that you guys play is special. But, you know, playing Notre Dame on, on ABC at M&T Bank Stadium, can you put into words what this uniquely means to you? Uh, I mean, it just, you know, it, it goes back to, uh, it reminds me of just my, my youth football days, actually, because... I don't think many people know this, but um, when I played youth football for the Middle River Renegades in Baltimore County, uh, we would go to state championship every, almost every year. Wow! And um, we would go to we actually play at M T Bank. So I've I've played at M T Bank probably you know five times when I was younger. That's cool. So, you know, you kind of you kind of see how everything comes full circle in a way. You know, I'm ba- I'm back at M T Bank Stadium playing a playing a big game, uh, big time football. So. It just, it just means a lot, you know, having my family come out, um, having people watch the game that are that are from Baltimore. And you just you just hope that, um, you know, everybody can see how, uh, especially where I'm from, just how, you know, I, I'm a kid that was just in that in that spot where I, I didn't know I would be playing against Notre Dame uh, here one day. But, you know, it took a lot. And it just, you know, hopefully kids that are looking up to me can just, you know, see that they can do it as well. That's really cool, man. That's really that's a really cool way of looking at it. Did did you grow up a, a Ravens fan, Jaden? Yeah, ever since I was young. When I uh, at my old house, I used to have uh, the whole the whole Ray Lewis fathead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had a um, you know Ravens blankets. You know, I, I I was a Ravens fan ever since I I could watch football. So. It's it's also also cool, just like I said, just being there and just being in that environment, because you know you see you see the NFL players go out there on game day, and then now you're out there. It's like it's like well, I'm almost like them in a way, but yeah, 
diehard Ravens fan for sure. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I, I imagine running out of the tunnel is a big deal. You got to do it as a kid. Now you get to do it again on Saturday. That's a really cool thing. Jaden Umbarger is with us from Navy. They get ready for Notre Dame this Saturday. Um, Jaden, what jumps out at me about your team, you've had to go up against a, a brutally difficult schedule. And on top of that, other teams that have had fifth, six-year guys on their roster because of how things worked out that you guys haven't. And yet, you know, despite some tough setbacks, you've nothing has, you know, made you guys break. Um, you guys have remained competitive throughout the course of the season. How have you done that, and how do you translate that into shocking the world on Saturday when you go up against Notre Dame? Yeah, um, you know, uh, our coach always talks about it, how, you know, it's, just, it's, it's hard to win, right? And I think, you know, you early in the season, you, you know, your team's figuring out. You're still kind of figuring yourself out. I think by this time of the year, um, everybody on our team, you know, they really understand their role. Um, and they really understand how hard it is to win. And I think that because of that and because, like you said, we played in these big games and, you know, it's nothing to be – it's nothing new to us. Uh, I think it's just – it's really about just uh, – and Coach talks about this all the time. It's just our, our pregame preparation and just preparing. And and I, I'm not just talking about, like, physical-wise because obviously, like, you know, every, everybody at this point in the season, everybody's banged up. You know, and everybody knows, you know, when it comes game time, how to be physical. But, you know, just preparing your mind just to be in that environment, I think, is the is the most is the most like important thing, um, because, you know, you're you can be ready physically all, all you want. And then if your mind's not there. It just it just won't happen because that's the connection you got to have. So I think just if we prepare uh, mentally to, you know, to be in a dogfight. Um, and prepare to win, really. You know, not not going out there, um, making it any bigger than it is. I mean, it's it's a big game, but uh, they 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 bleed like we bleed. You know, um, so just be being prepared mentally. I get that. Is the key. I get it. Obviously, you guys in your lives are going to be tasked with far more difficult things than football <laughs> games. I understand yeah. it. Um, with that in mind, Jay, I want, I want to know about your own personal decision, right? Like, you know, obviously it's an opportunity to play D1 football, but it ain't easy. You know what you're signing up for when you go to the Naval Academy. Um, you're a kid who grew up here right in your backyard. Why did you make this decision, and, and why were you comfortable with the idea of that this is the right path for me to play at Navy and know what the commitment is that's ahead for me? Yeah. You know, I think uh, I think for me, um, obviously it started with football, right, like you know, going to Spalding. Um I was looking to get, you know, some, some D1 offers. Um, and then there was uh, two quarterbacks that had came before me, yeah. uh, Evan Falkman and Zach Davey, that both both went to the Navy. So kind of having them as a, um, you know, as, some, as, as people that had went before me uh, allowed me to, you know, kind of get those looks, those looks from the service academy and other schools, um, along with, like, my play. But obviously, like, you know, I think it helped that I had a lot of good players around me as well and that good players came before me. So, um, but, you know, after they had reached out to me, I mean, I had a couple offers, um, most significant, like I said, Army and Navy. And um, my my thing was, uh, as I talked with my parents about it, was what, what about after football, about life after football? So for me personally, 
I just I, – obviously, I want to go somewhere and play Division One football. Um, then when my parents paying for school, uh, so that, that, that was really important to me. At the same time, I, I love the game of football. Um, and, you know, I didn't really think about the NFL, but you just never know. You just – you want to suck every ounce of uh, a football uh, out as you can. Sure. That, you know, when you're, when you're a football player. But really – the the second part of that was just understanding that uh, what comes after football. You know, you I'll get out and I'll be a officer um, in the military. So it's like you really couldn't ask for uh, anything more as far as like character development and becoming a leader in this world. And um, it has this all these implications um, even after you're out the military. So I just I really wanted to challenge myself and challenge myself to be the best person I can. And I I I visited the Naval Academy and talked to a lot of people and you know just 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 doing that. I mean I, I heard so much about how this place you know and be, being in the military and you know Navy football it'll challenge you and it'll it'll make you grow as a person. And being a junior here now, you you know you really see it come to life. How being here it's like there's so many so many challenges every day, but. You know, I'm a junior now, and I'm I'm still here and still, still thriving. So it's like it's just it's cool to see how it like uh, uh your fruits of your labor kind of kind of come. But I I just yeah I really just wanted to just be a overall a better person. I, I felt like this place was gonna provide me that. Jaden, dude, that was one of the great answers I've ever heard to a question that I've ever asked on this show, man. That really gave me like goosebumps, bro. <laughs> like that was really powerful. Um, the statement yeah, that you just sure. made about being there at the Naval Academy. And we are grateful to have young men like yourself who are uh, choosing to um, to represent us and to, to serve for the people in this country. I, I hope you know that that, man, that really blew me away, bro. That was uh, that was an incredible answer that you just gave. Um, uh, Jaden, I know on Twitter it's at J-J-A-Y-Y number N-U-M-B-A-2 T-W-O, correct? That's yeah. where people can give you a follow? Yes. Um, Jaden, please go out, shock the world, show everybody what Navy football is about this Saturday, man. We'll be pulling for you. It's such a cool opportunity that you get to play at M&T Bank Stadium in front of a national audience. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys are able to do. Appreciate you taking the time for us. Continued success, and look forward to chatting with you more as your Navy career continues, all right? Yeah, for sure. I, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for allowing me to talk on the show, and I'll, I'll be looking forward to speaking in the future and also being Notre Dame this time. No so. doubt, man. Love it. Go Navy. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, brother. All right. Bye. Jaden Umberger, dude, that kicked ass. Wow. Yo, the, it's a reason for hope, man. How about that young that, man right that, there? That, I agree with you. That, that I'm As he was talking, you know, I'm nodding my head. It's like, what – what tremendous insight for I mean and yeah go and back and talk to me when I was 20 you, years old well, dude that well, legitimately not, brought that, a tear to that, my that, eye that's that's why I mean you you forget as he's talking that this kid's 19 20 years right old. like 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 you forget how old he is that that was really impressive very impressive that was man. so cool that was so cool all right um how you feeling 
<laughs> how's it? I, I'm good. How's it going I, over I still there? got an hour to go, so I, I'll be good. I'm about three quarters the way through. All right, it's getting worse. It looks it? like that looks like St. Patrick's Day it, on a plate, by the way. John, you were uh, John already finished? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's okay, like, hang on. Can you turn John's mic back on for a second, Griffin, please? Oh, he's like had he's like had three sandwiches already. Yeah, it's it's been done. You, it wasn't bad, really. All right, it would have been a hundred times better with a grape jelly or a strawberry well, jelly. Well, yeah. I just think but right, you, because you like mayo, you're saying yeah. you go home. The thing of it is, this would have been a hundred. I couldn't probably eat this if it was all ketchup and mint jelly or mustard and mint jelly. That but you, but you're harsh. all. Well, that sounds revolting. So all the mayo sandwich, all the people that are coming up with these things are mayo haters. That's the thing. <sighs> God, I, so I am I am chief among that group. <laughs> chief among that group. All right, you still got time. I'm 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 I'm. You're not going to puke, is no. I, I don't think so. All right, it is getting much much worse as we go on. All right, my All sandwich right. was much lighter on the mayo. I will say, yes, yes. and you like mayo, but I wouldn't. Unlike, it wouldn't but... have been a big deal. <laughs> Nothing. Good thing. I, good thing you're like a nice human being. Right. <laughs> hey, the Baltimore area Chick Fil A restaurants invite you to support Toys for Tots this Saturday, November twelfth. Donate a new toy at any of their eleven Stuff the Truck locations and receive a free sandwich offer card as a thank you. For more information, visit pressboxonline.com/toydrive. We'll make some picks coming up here in a few minutes. Right now, it's been far too long. Since I've had the opportunity to catch up with a longtime friend of ours, uh, someone who is now a media mogul, a media superstar, he is a Baltimore native, and of course you see him and hear him on ESPN and all of the various platforms. He is former Terp, former Raven, the great Mr. Dominique Foxworth, and he's back with us now here on GCR. Dom, it's Glenn back in Baltimore. It's great to catch up, brother. Uh, it's amazing to see you continue to kill it. Thank you for taking the time for us. Oh, no problem. I'm happy to do it. Dude, it's been way too long. Um, first of all, how like, do how do you have time for everything? How do you have time to talk to me right now? You're the the hardest working <laughs> man in show business. <laughs> yeah, I, a I'm not in show business, and b you make time for the things that are important to you. So oh. yeah, Baltimore is important to me, and for obvious reasons. So I'm uh, happy to talk to you guys, especially right. now the Ravens playing well and. Moving in the right direction, it's a lot more fun to talk. A lot more fun to talk about them now. When we, I heard John back when they were blowing for, <laughs> for the league. Yeah, that wasn't so great. I uh, I heard John with Mina this week, and I I want to go to a couple places. First of all, what they've done these last two weeks, the number that keeps jumping out at me, they've averaged thirty eight minutes and five seconds of possession over the last two games against the Buccaneers and Saints. And I get it; it's the Buccaneers and Saints. But they did that largely without, without at all J.K. Dobbins, without Gus Edwards for most of it, without Mark Andrews for most of it. Like, do you look at what they're doing and see them developing the type of identity that is translatable to if you can keep doing this, you can beat anyone in the AFC? Absolutely. I mean, it's not a new or unique um, identity for the Ravens particularly because they, I mean, this is what they've been good defense is what the Ravens have been since the Ravens have been in Baltimore and the running game is the crux of their offense since they got Lamar. So like, it's not a surprise that they're doing it. It's not a surprise that it's effective. And one of the things that I think is most attractive about them as like a potential Super Bowl contender is that it's unique and beating uh, Bills. It feels like what the Bills want to do is they want to score on teams early and force those teams to drop back and pass and allow their really good pass rushers and their really good safeties when they're healthy 
to like impact the game. It takes pressure off of the off of their cornerbacks and that sort of stuff. But a team like the Ravens, like what they want to do and what they're best at is running the ball. And I think that's going to be a challenge for for most teams. To- Donnie. Oh. All right, let's see if we can't. Uh, oh no, oh, all right. Dom, I found. Oh yeah, you lost. I lost you for a second, but that, but I understand exactly what you're saying about that. I guess the question becomes: th- Does it translate specifically to the best? Off? Like, can you do this? And it's a question we've been asking because the Ravens, to your point, they, it's it's been their identity, and yet they've struggled in the postseason. Can you do it and beat Josh Allen? Can you do it and beat Patrick Mahomes? Or Ultimately, are you going to have to be able to score 30 points to beat teams like that? Yeah, I mean, so I think they can score 30 points in that style, but I don't think that it's a – so I guess I'd be lying if I said that it wouldn't be better if they could pass the ball. They have this particular person now, and they're really good at – doing what they're doing. So is it going to be hard to beat Josh Allen? Yes. Is it going to be hard to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Yes. That's true for everybody. But most teams don't have a way to actually do that. They're like hoping that they can out Mahomes Mahomes. Like, I mean, that's what the other argument people are making is you have to be able to throw and and score a lot of points to beat Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. We just saw the Titans almost beat the Patriots, or not the Patriots, almost beat Yeah with a quarterback that threw for 80 yards. Right. So like, I, I think it's, it's a bit of a fallacy that people are presenting when they're like, well, you got to be able to score with the Chiefs and score with the Bills. Uh, it'd be nice if everyone could do that, but not everyone can do that. So I think that the Ravens have a different way of going about it, which I think makes them a legitimate threat to those teams. And like I mentioned, we just saw the Titans show that it can be done and it feels a little bit like disingenuous, honestly, to be like, well, uh, they've struggled in the playoffs, so maybe this doesn't work. Like one team wins the Super Bowl every year. That's right. <laughs> like if if yeah, if you don't win the Super Bowl, it doesn't mean that your strategy is flawed. I think offensively, everyone would rather have the the Chiefs' offense than than what the Ravens have offensively. But most teams would rather have what the Ravens have than what they have. So I think it's. It's a much more positive outlook than I think most people have. Dominic Foxworth is with us on GCR. Dom, what you just said is interesting because, you know, you're not going to believe this, but in Baltimore there are people that don't like the offensive coordinator. It's a new thing. It's never happened before. It's a, it's a unique thing that's going on this year. And and I and I and the funny part to me is whatever your opinion of Greg Roman is, and I'm a results guy. Like, I like the fact that the Ravens offense is yeah, – you, you know damn well the Ravens offense has not always been very good over the years. And ever since Greg Roman arrived, they've been a top-10 scoring offense every year. Um, I like results, and so I'm good with that. Um, the thing that jumps out to me is it felt like at the beginning of the season when you alluded to the struggles they were going through, they weren't running a Greg Roman offense. They were doing something else, which was very confusing to me. To me, if you're going to have Greg Roman as your coordinator, it, it, shouldn't you just be playing to what your identity is and, and saying, why fake it? Why try to go be the Kansas City Chiefs? They've got Patrick Mahomes. It's going to be hard to beat that. Why not try to do what you do as well as you possibly can and take your chances winning that way? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, I mean, there are reasonable criticisms, I think, to have of Greg Roman in this offense. Um, the one that jumps out to me is, like, there aren't enough, like, deep shot plays. But, like, I under- understand the reason for that. 
It's in, in part because the defense was not good early in the season. They've gotten better. And the deep shot plays make it more likely that you're going to have a three and out and turn the ball over because those are right. lowest plays. But I, I like those plays in part because what the Ravens do so well is run the ball. And that causes the defenses to be more aggressive in the box and load it up. And that, like, makes them more susceptible. And, and like, the other thing that you really beat the Ravens with at one point was blitzing Lamar Jackson, forcing him uh, to – make his decision more quickly and get rid of the ball quickly. Like you, I think that people assume that you stop teams from blitzing by picking up the blitz. I don't think so. I think you stop teams by blitzing by making them pay for blitzing. Mm. And so if they blitz and you successfully complete a five yard pass, that's not going to stop them from blitzing you again. So they're like, fine, we'll blitz you 10 times. You'll complete six, five yard passes. And then we'll get a sack that one time, which will kill your drive. So, like, I'd love to see them attack. And now that the defense is playing a little bit better, I'd love to see them attack down the field. But the problem with that is Bateman's hurt, and you brought in Deshaun Jackson, whom I love, but he is – it's not, like, 2010. Yeah. So, uh, they're in a tough spot. When your your best offensive weapons are tight ends, it's hard to create big passing plays. So, I think they're doing – like, Greg Roman and, and the team is doing the best they can with what they have right now. By the way, your comparison that you made about uh, you know the five-yard pass, it's almost like the same thing we talk about in baseball with bunting against the shift. Everybody's like, well, why wouldn't you get, just bunt against the shift? And the answer is because they're happy with that. They're not going to come out of the shift. <laughs> they they don't right, want you to hit exactly. a – they don't want you to, to go to the outfield. They, they're okay with you hitting a single in those mm-hmm. situations. So that I, it's a very good comparison, Dom. Um, let me go this way. You you bring up you know what they don't have, and Deshaun Jackson again. You know, it, it made a nice catch on Monday night. We'll see if he can be a helpful piece. But you know, there is a guy that's out there. Um, if you were the Ravens, would you be you know screaming and and texting Odell Beckham every day trying to get him to come here, or do you sort of say, hey, work with what you got, go go do your thing with the guys that you have right now? I am never opposed to adding more to him. It seems like a, a good thing. Odell has a big personality. I don't think that that's necessarily that, – I don't think that's a problem or going to be a problem. Um, yeah, I, I, it depends on what it costs, obviously, and the commitment that – we'll see what the market is for Odell Beckham, and we'll see how healthy he is coming off of two ACL – back-to-back um, ACL injuries. So all that stuff matters. But if there's a talented player out there at a position – where you are a bit deficient and injured, then yeah, you absolutely go after a player like that. Getting Odell in man coverage, which he's going to see a lot of in Baltimore, given how well Lamar uh, runs the ball, that's that's scary. And it's an impact defense and a big play guy. And one one of the things about a player like him is, you know, what I mentioned about beating the blitz is you don't want to give up this five yard, or the defense is comfortable with tackling you after giving up five yards. One of the things about Odell or a player like that is you can throw him that five-yard pass, and he might turn it into a 30-yard pass. And that has the same effect as a deep pass. They'll be less likely to blitz because then they're going to have to leave somebody on Odell who might turn it into a big play. So one of the biggest challenges that the Ravens have is they don't have those type of players right now, be it because of injury or um, roster construction. But it, it puts a ton of pressure on Lamar. That's a great point. That's a really, really good point. Just another minute or two here with Dominique Foxworth on GCR. Dom, I wanted to get your perspective on the Lamar situation because yours is unique, having previously been the president of the Players Association. I was told over the summer that 
you know, there might there might be you know someone who's been in Lamar's ear about the fact that hey, dude, you know, the last couple quarterbacks didn't take fully guaranteed, and if we don't do it, nobody's ever getting fully guaranteed, right? Like it's not going to be the tight end that's going to be able to walk in and demand fully guaranteed if the quarterbacks aren't getting it. Um, we know that football players want fully guaranteed deals. How important is it for the entirety of the Players Association for Lamar to keep up the fight and say, I, I'm not going to let you know Deshaun Watson be the last one. If that's what the market is, I deserve and I demand that I get fully guaranteed as well. Yeah, I, um, I don't know. I think on its face, it seems like it's a real big, important deal for the future of players. But I think more than anything, it's a big, important deal for maybe the future of quarterbacks uh, getting so like the fully guaranteed contract for football players, I think is something that a lot of players think that they want, but in actual practice, I don't think it changes things that much. Uh, Cause right now what happens is you get a portion of your contract guaranteed and very few players will ever have the leverage to get 200 plus million guaranteed. Most sure. guys will just get smaller contracts. That portion that was guaranteed will then become the entire contract if we ever like transition to a place where players had fully guaranteed contracts. They're they're not going to sign these big contracts with big numbers that it's like a hundred million dollars in sixties guaranteed. What will probably happen if we ever went to a world where all football contracts were guaranteed is that they would just get a sixty million dollar contract. And so like I, I I don't know that well I don't feel like anyone has very few players. You got to be like a franchise quarterback, top level quarterback to be able to get a contract that is of similar size, fully guaranteed. Uh, I don't know if I'm too much in the weeds. No, no, no. This, sense, is, this is interesting. I don't. This is the nerdy I don't imagine stuff. that like, yeah, I don't imagine that like a regular run in the mill, even top of the line free agent is going to, uh, pass rusher is going to get right. like their whole contract guaranteed. Sometimes that, the the extra money, like the phantom money that's in the contract, is helpful to the player because it forces them to either pay you, like you backload your contract, and it's like a huge um, salary in the final year, and it forces the team to renegotiate with you or release you. And, and you get more agent. money. So yeah. like, right, you get more money. So like, I think the intricacies of the contract are a little bit more complex than like fully guaranteed or not. That's fascinating. I mean, that really is fascinating to me, dude. Like that, that maybe in a world, it's not necessarily the, the most important thing to have fully guaranteed money. I hadn't thought about that whatsoever. Um, it just seems like, yeah. Hey, I want to make sure I get it. I've always thought it was interesting with the quarterbacks, right? Cause they're never getting cut, right? Like if all the people to fight yeah. about a fully guaranteed money, this never happens. You never see a quarterback who gets cut because the cost of the team would be so dramatic they simply can't do it. Exactly. That's yeah. interesting. I mean, other players need fully guaranteed contracts. The quarterbacks are on the lower end of that spectrum because we protect them by rule, and even after a few bad years, their value is still there. You see how many quarterbacks Well, It might be different for Lamar for obvious reasons why people may not uh, – not everyone – believes in him the way that uh some teams do but for most quarterbacks if you had one year and <laughs> you can get contracts for the rest of your life with somebody signing you and picking you up yep constantly it's worked out all right for a couple of those guys they've done really well for them themselves there's some numbers exactly. that have floated around about guys who was it the, the, the guy in detroit was it uh, oh my god doyle was that the guy's name that like made a just a boatload of money despite the fact that he had never played you're like man it's got to be good oh, yeah, work 
Got to be good work if you there's, get there's plenty of them. Like uh, Case Keenum might be popping in yeah. for the Bills this week. Yeah, uh, like had him uh, a good year in Minnesota, and that'll get you paid for the rest of your career. Life is good. Life is good. Um, all right, I'm going to ask you what I can plug for you, but you know, we only have so much time left in the show, so we can't. Probably can't plug. <laughs> I mean, my my podcast will be good. Dominic Potiphar's show. So yeah, if you. Uh, want to check that out, download it, rate it, review it, all that good stuff. I appreciate it on Apple, Spotify, whatever. Can you come back on with us during the World Cup? Can we talk some soccer with you during the World Cup? Is that For sure. I would love to Absolutely. do that. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. At Foxworth24 is how you follow him, bro. It, it's I love watching you and seeing how much you've killed it and uh, just what a superstar you've become in this business, man. Thank you for taking time for us this morning and appreciate everything you no do. All right? all right, man. Thank you. Dominic Foxworth joining us here on GCR, Baltimore native. It's a really interesting thought about, you know, the quarterbacks and guaranteed money where he's like, you know what, man, it might not be the most important thing to get fully guaranteed deals. I, I it, It's probably not because it goes into the whole salary cap and all that stuff. Yep. I mean, I, I, you know, if, if everybody's guaranteed, I mean, the salary cap's not expanding you're going to have problems and and it could be at some point people lose their jobs cuz they can't get paid or the what they tried to do with the rookie salaries mm-hmm. and giving more to the veterans those veterans get cut because you can't guarantee their money and there's more younger players coming into the league i don't know i i, I don't have the correct answer i don't, have it, I don't have 100% it but it's just a fascinating thought that yeah. dominic fox would provides Hey, don't forget, $100 sign-up bonus, pre-registration bonus right now is available from our friends at FanDuel, but you got to go to PressBoxOnline.com slash offers. You know that online sports betting is coming, and if you pre-register with FanDuel, you can take advantage of $100 in addition to the new user promo that you're going to get when they go live. That wasn't going to be puke. All right. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for puke. Just go to pressboxonline.com slash offers right now to get your one hundred dollar FanDuel pre registration bonus credit. Pressboxonline.com slash offers. When we come back in, the the most robust version of picks we've ever done. We got nine pickers this week. John from Little Rock's in, Drew Forrester's in. We got a great side bet for next week that apparently Ken Zalis is actually hoping to lose. So Not hoping to lose. Well, I don't know. You haven't finished your sandwich yet. I will. Uh, I, I we'll got see. 40 minutes. We'll see. We got to do the betting show today, so we don't quite have 40 minutes. All right. We'll come back in and make picks. It's Glenn Clark right here. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit joinbaltimorecountypd.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every 
every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guildfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials, we'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. Whether your focus is luxury and comfort, convenience and technologically advanced connectivity, or sporty performance and aggressive styling, we've got the perfect Highlander for you. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Highlanders from your local Toyota dealer today. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate to Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 12th at any of the 13 Baltimore area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate and you will also get a free t-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash Toy Drive. Tune in to Simply the Bets every Tuesday and weekend at Bookies every other Thursday at 11.40 a.m. And if you really have nothing better to do, keep listening to this show, too. So I just looked over at Ken's sandwich, and it legitimately, because of all the green on it, it looks like there's mold all over the bread. It just looks so disgusting now. But uh, he's almost there. He's probably got about five bites, five or six bites left, I would say, of his uh, mayo and mint <laughs> apple jelly sandwich that he's been consuming. Although he's left half of it on the plate, if we're being honest. He's like half of the, the sandwich didn't make it. You can argue this point all you want. It's not happening. Oh, what a piece of what a what a bad guy you are. What a bad bad sport. Bad form. Bad forms, Alice. Well they say they say fair play in soccer, right? This is not a fair play. This, this isn't this is more than fair. Is there an opposite of fair play, John? Is there a like what do, what do they say when it's not fair play? Uh, that's a good question. I genuinely don't uh, know the answer to that. It's a hack job. I don't hack know. job. We'll go with that. <laughs> hack job. Hack job. You hack. <laughs> Dangerously I love Katie. I love You're Casey. so dangerously close to me. It's great to have him. It's great to have him back. It's been too long. Hey, the uh, the Tyus Bowser show returns next Tuesday night. Um, John's going to be there. He's coming out next Tuesday. We will be at Mother's North Grill in Timonium with Tyus and a special guest. Um, it's a partnership with Press Box and Great Eights Memorabilia. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialist, the all new Ginsu Kamado Grill. And it'll be great to finally talk to Tyus about being back out on the field. It was kind of emotional for all of us seeing him get back out there and 
immediately make a play on Monday night, which was awesome. Uh, happy for him. He is one of the best humans that uh, I've ever gotten to know uh, doing these things. So I'm looking forward to uh, being back out with him next Tuesday night. Mother's North Grill and Timonium. I would encourage you to get there early. Literally the biggest crowd we had all year last year was at Mother's North Grill and Timonium. You know, it's a big listener base for us. It's 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 going to be a packed show. It's going to be a packed show. So I'd encourage you to get there. We start at 7. I would try to make sure you get there a little bit before that to make sure you guarantee your table. All right, guys. It is time for picks for this week. And there is much at stake, especially after we had a miserable week a week ago. <laughs> By the way, how about Griffin's snarky comment in the email that he sent out this week? What did he, what did he I say? Actually, I didn't read it. The first line in Griffin's email with all the games this week was, I want to make sure there's no confusion this week. <laughs> like like, like he's the manager at the office yeah. and he's scolding everyone. <laughs> I want to make you sure there's, so bad. there's no confusion this week. You're trying to get your picks right. Not that I had much room to talk. But yeah, you yeah. stunk too. <laughs> it got, was so bad from a group. Like oh, it was a bloodbath. <laughs> it was a bloodbath, much like uh, Donald Trump Jr. said the election was. Uh, send me the team you think covers, not the other way around. Griffin. Paul is the only one who understood last week, apparently. Of course, Barely Paul, understood it. Paul went four and three, which was... Red hot. Oh, my God. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't even see that somebody Magical. had a winning record. Magical. Uh, yeah, we've got to the point where I am now 500 for the year and, and in first place. First place. KZ and Paul are a game back. John Proctor is three games back. Griffin is four games back. Ottenheimer is six games back. And now closer to the worm. Uh, Tim from Bel Air, who's making the worm burger, is rooting against Kyle. He wants Kyle to be the loser. We haven't seen Kyle in a while. It'd be great to have him come back and be the one that has to. Because remember, Kyle always says, well, I just won't lose. Right. That was always right. his. It, it is his thing. He's like, dude, I don't want to do that. And I'd be like, well, you're going to have to. be like, well, I just won't lose. So it would be pretty good if this ended with him losing. Uh, Steka is the worm, however, at the moment. Again, at the top of the table, playing for a little bit of cash at the bottom of the table. Don't want to be the worm. Got to come in here and consume a worm burger. Dress as the worm, Dennis Rodman, in the wedding dress. Uh, perform the, the worm from Scotty Too Hotty, and then take a Rikishi-style stink face as well. That is the, uh, the loser's responsibility. This week, the four of us at the table, plus Drew Forrester and John Proctor, all in for a side bet. Loser or losers will be in here on Tuesday consuming a cinnamon roll and chili, which is apparently some sort of a delicacy in the plains. I don't I don't understand it. But KZ's excited about it. John, are, John, John, are you actually excited about it? I'm not or excited, you're, but I'll you're, go for you're it. You're begrudgingly willing to yeah, participate for the fun of the game. You could have right. another mint jelly and yeah, right. mayonnaise sandwich. Are we getting real chili and not like yes. canned garbage? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, Gri Griffin's got a neighbor that did, apparently yeah. can just demand makes chili at, yeah. at all times. Griffin can walk over at 2 in the morning after a few <laughs> beers and be like, make me some chili, Jim. And the guy would just make him some chili. All right, so we got a lot of picks to make. We got to try to move through this. John, by the way, yeah. has been a bit of an expert about college throughout the year. I'm a little okay. bit nervous about that because okay. I have been miserable with college picks all season long. So we'll see how this goes. First things first, in our backyard, number 20, Notre Dame taking on Navy at MT Bank Stadium, noon on ABC. Navy is getting 15 and a half at MT Bank Stadium. The funny thing is, I don't like the line. I really don't. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that I can do it. I think I have to go Notre Dame. I'm actually shocked it's only 15. Right. I, I like, like yeah, I but get. They, but I you get. understand how, like, Navy, the way they want to play is to limit possessions. I understand, and, but usually, you know, like, 
like Vegas, you know, you look at Notre Dame coming off that really yes. massive win. And back-to-back really good win. They yeah, beat Syracuse yeah. the week like, before. Like, yeah. they they have turned things around. That wasn't a fluke last week. I, I, I think this is probably close for a half because you got the emotion you're playing in M&T. But I, I, Navy's too good. I mean, uh, Notre Dame's too good. I, I got to go with Notre Dame. John? Being a Navy vet, it's always Navy for me. I love it. I love it. It's I love Veterans it. Day weekend. I'm always taking Navy. You know what? You're a good man. The rest of us are really terrible Not people. Today, yeah. <laughs> we just picked against Navy on Veterans Day weekend. What's wrong with us? I know. And since and then we just talked to, to yeah, Jay we just Lund. talked oh, to Jay Numbar. Who he is a fat <laughs> yeah, who was amazing. Who literally brought a tear to my eye. So he my, was so good. So my strategy had been, you know, taking the kid that we just talked to, and since yeah. we talked to DJ Brown yesterday. So yes. I was on Notre Dame last night. And, I mean, I, I don't think I can switch it. I'm going to stay on Notre Dame. Right. Anybody on Navy? So, Kyle is on Navy. Okay. Drew Forrester on Navy. And John and Little. All right. There you go. Oh, we, that means we've got Stecka. Son yeah, of a bitch. <laughs> oh, it gets so much worse. All right. Uh, number four, TCU at number 18, Texas, 730 on ABC. You, you, by the way, I, we, don't, we don't, on the sheet, we don't have spots for Drew or John. Yeah. So, you've got to keep okay, track I'll of keep that track. and I put will. it on. All right. Very All right. good. Um and uh, game day game days there. Texas is laying seven and a half against the fourth ranked Horn Frogs. I mean, this is a massive for TCU, right? Because this stands to be the at, at the moment they're in the playoff. Like their path is there. All they got to do is hold their business, and they may reach the the playoff. Texas is what's the number? It's minus seven and a half for Texas. For wait, yes, yes. Minus seven no, and a half whoa, 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 whoa. for Texas. No. Yes, no. Yes, it is. Texas is favored by seven and a half. Yes, I'm getting TCU and seven and a half. Yep, you're getting TCU. But this really confuses me because what I, do they I, know? I'm very confused well, very too. What? I know the sharps know. The sharps know. The line screams Texas. The line. Screams I, this is Texas. the crazy part, right? I don't know yes. anything about this, so how yes. do I have to? I have no choice because Ken's right. By any reasonable stretch, you just take TCU in the points. But there's no way this line can be this number if they don't know something. I have to take Texas. I can't. I hear you. I've watched TCU a lot. They've looked great. They've looked fantastic. They can do it on the ground. They can do it through the air. Um, similar opponents, I get it. I think it's a close game. I, I mean, I, if you would tell me that Texas is going to win the game, Okay, yeah, but by more than a touchdown. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not doing it. I'm taking TCU. Yeah, I'm all over Texas on this game. It screams Texas. The sharps are on Texas. The public's on TCU. This is a this is a this follow is, the money thing. Yeah, this, this is, is a. You just look at the number. Look at the line. The line screams Texas. Yeah, I, I'm with KZ. I can't do it either. T- TCU. I hear you. Getting seven I and a half. It's impossible. I think uh, TCU is going to be kind of. They're kind of. They're undefeated, but. This is this is the week they get exposed. I think if wow. you had asked me on Monday, I mean, if you had come to me on Monday and said, "Hey, do you think uh, TCU plays within a touchdown of Texas?" I would have said, "Absolutely, of course they do." But the line, the line. No, I know. Yep. All right. So uh, Glenn on Texas, John on Texas. One other John person, from Little Rock. John, on t- it's yes, important yeah. that we, we uh, yes, differentiate yes, right. John. John. John and Little Rock. Uh, John with John J O H N, and then John Proctor's J O N. One other person on Texas. It is Stetka. No. <laughs> no. No! <laughs> That's a killer. Yeah, it really is. Next. Uh, in Happy Valley, number 14, Penn State, hosting Maryland at 3.30 on Fox. Penn State getting te- or laying, laying 10, excuse me, at home. I, th- this is the funny part, right? I actually think that Maryland is far better suited for this game than they were for what happened at Wisconsin, right? Like Again, going back, if you had told me they literally wouldn't be capable of throwing the football, 
then I would have said, okay, well, I, there, there's no world. They can't win up front against Wisconsin. They're not capable of doing that. Now, I don't know what the weather's supposed to be at Penn State, on, in fairness, because there's supposed to be some weather tomorrow night, right, around here? Yeah. It's, like, weird. It's, like, it's going to get cold. I don't know what day it yeah. is. I, I don't know what day the front for rain tomorrow. Yeah, I was, I was warned yeah. that because we're doing the – I thought the, it was later in the weekend. I don't know. Uh, we're doing the Spalding game tomorrow night, and I was mm-hmm. warned yeah. there was going to be some yeah. weather for that one, um, which, of course, you know, like make, I think it makes a few people nervous about it. Um, I'm just not going to – I learned my lesson, Penn State. I learned my. I can't do it again. I can't. So, does it seem odd to anybody that it's only ten, though? Uh, no, because I think With that what pe- Maryland. I think did. they're overreacting to. Dude, I don't know how much it came across on TV. Oh, it was, was some of the worst weather I've ever. Lots of people I've that were ever there. seen at a football game. It was horrendous, horrendous. Now, I still think they should have at least attempted to throw the ball at some point in the first half. Like they when they realized we're not moving the ball, maybe you should have attempted to throw it. But oh my God, the the wind was swirling in a way that you just had no idea what that ball might do if you did. Who'd you take? I took Penn State. I've been on this Maryland kick; it's worked really well. Yeah, it's for except for the fact that you've been losing points. I have, I have, and now you're under five hundred. But I had been going. See, it was. But working. you also do want to eat the it cinnamon was, roll and it chili, was, it so was, it was working well because. I was doing relatively well, so I was like, oh, I'll throw the Maryland away, and I'll right. go two and, two and one in the college games. I'm okay. I can't do it anymore. Oh, oh. That I'm gives the Maryland a chance. They're lying. Maryland's got a chance now. I, I can't believe it's only 10 that I have to give for a terrible Maryland team going up against a good Penn State team. Eh, I think you're, over, you're exaggerating that a little bit. The terrible or good? I think that it's not a terrible Maryland team. They've I think been exposed. That, they haven't beaten a soul this year. Okay, but they they didn't they didn't Michigan didn't cover ten points against they them. They didn't they did not. So I think Michigan's better than Penn State. Get one good game a year. All right, just get to the point. Penn State. All right, very good. John. I'm on Maryland. Okay. Bounce back, bounce back from that atrocious. You get, you get ten uh, points to work week. with. Taking the points. I I wouldn't take a money line, but I'll take the points. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll use a John strategy. There, 91% of the money is on Penn State here. <sighs> I think we're staring at a sheep slaughter here. I pick Maryland every week. going to keep doing it. I'm taking Maryland All as right. well. So right. me and John and Little Rock on Maryland, as well as Andrew Stetka. Oh, I'm so and sorry. Well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, Boy, that's a lot of agreement that John and Little Rock had with Andrew Stetka. That's, yeah. that's an awkward scenario to be it's dangerous. <laughs> All right. Uh, to the NFL, uh, 9.30 in the morning on Sunday on NFL Network because it's being played in Munich. Uh, Seahawks taking on the Buccaneers. Uh, Bucks minus three in Germany. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? I mean, the only thing I could sense is that it's, and it's an extreme. By the way, great on the NFL to keep having Western teams playing at 9.30 in the morning. Just a bang-up job. Denver earlier in the season. It's got to be wonderful in those markets. to be. It's extreme already to ask people to watch football at 9.30 in the morning. 6.30 a.m. is when your team is playing. That's just dynamite stuff from the NFL and trying to create a new television market. I'm sure that kills. I, I don't know, man. Like... Seattle, like what are we? What are we doing? One of these teams is better. Seattle. Yeah, I, I I didn't think about this one at all. It's Seattle. I mean, it, everybody's talking about Geno Smith and how good he's been, which he has been. Their defense, their has defense been is unbelievable. Unreal, with two rookie corners that we raved about on draft day. Um, 
it, it's Seattle. They're the better team. And it's only a field goal. Yep. I'm going to go with Tampa. Woo! Brady's back. Woo! One drive. One drive. One drive. One enough drive. to anoint. One drive. John and Little Rock back on board. Uh, Paul is on the Bucks. Kyle is on the Bucks. John and Little Rock on the Bucks. Everybody else uh, is taking we get stuck yeah, That's we do get not stacking. good news. That is Never. not Never. what we were looking for Never there. Good. Minnesota at Buffalo, 1 o'clock on Fox. At As of last night, it was Buffalo minus 3.5. That line has been moving yeah. all week as Josh Allen does not look good. Oh, boy, I hate that. We should have probably tossed this game out. Mm. Damn it. Um, what's, the, what's the line? It's minus 3.5 for Buffalo. And, and you got to deal with it's a one o'clock game, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Kirk Cousins at one o'clock on <laughs> it's a Kirk Sunday. Kirk Cousins prime time. I know. And you might not have Josh Allen. Didn't work great last week for Kirky. Well, they pushed. It was fine. It was fine. They pushed. So they? All good there. Um, on the one foot line. Get a touchdown. Ah, and what's, it's three and a half. I think yes. that you have to pick Minnesota. I just think that, given the fact that you got the points to work with. And there might not be Josh Allen, and it's Kirk Cousins at one o'clock. I don't think you have a choice. I think you have to take Minnesota. No, I agree with that. I, I, I just the whether Allen plays or not, uh, he's not going to be a hundred percent. Minnesota's a good football team, whether anybody wants to believe it or not. I, I you know, it's tough to win on the road anywhere, and they've done it. Um, Buffalo's a tough place to play, but it's only three and a half. Give me, give me the Vikings. I'm going Buffalo. Okay. Um, after what Kirk Cousins did on that airplane with that TikTok video, I could never <laughs> pick Minnesota again. Fantastic. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. I don't think they're – I still don't believe in Minnesota. So I hear that. you. I hear you. Uh, I think the Vikings are real, so I'm on the Vikings. We have three on the Bills. It is Drew, John, and Little Rock, and Andrew Stecko. Oh, <laughs> I love that John's. I love that John's on board with, I know, with I know. it. I love that. The it's sheer such a great disappointment. Bit. We're bringing Andrew on. Drew it's too. By the way, in, oh, it's a good point, right? That's, that's you know, he doesn't know anything. His picks were terrible. <laughs> Uh, Cleveland, Cleveland at Miami, one o'clock on CBS. Uh, Miami laying three and a half at home against the Browns. Quickly, picks are also brought to you by Guilford Hall Brewery, sixteen eleven Guilford Avenue in Station North. Truly a gem in our city. Yappy hour, live music, trivia throughout the week. Delicious Bavaria inspired menu and a wonderful crap beer. Are you happy now? This is your last bite? No, but but I'm. I'm oh, you're stopping it. Look at you. Look at you being a good good man. Look at you, Ken Zalas. Ken Zalas actually trying to to stop up. No, it was me. It was me. (laughs) He was complaining. I just that time I was complaining about him not talking to the microphone, so he had to look at you in order to talk into the microphone. (laughs) That's what happened there. (laughs) Uh, GuilfordHall.com is the website. I really wanted a reason to try to pick Cleveland because I'm still somehow skeptical of Miami and some I don't know why. Like I just I want to be. Uh, Browns won seven and one against the spread coming off a of bye week. Ooh. Is that good? In the last decade. Ooh. So no, <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Miami's too explosive. I just don't see that the Browns can keep up with them. I'll take Miami. Shout out Guilford Hall. I'm going tonight. Yeah, I'm love that, man. <clears throat> um, this seems so easy. I mean, it's got to be Miami, right? So I'm going to pick Miami. I, I should have went all Drew Forrester and picked Cleveland, but no, I'll no, take Miami. No, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Browns. I mean, I think Miami should win. Did you but hear they their 1-7-1 I did hear you. I did hear you, but they, Miami, buy, uh, I just feel like they're Boston not putting game. teams away. And I, the, 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 I like the, the half right there. going to be crucial. going right. to be crucial. So taking I'm taking the, the Browns. So is Kyle. 
We're the only two on the Browns. Oh, damn mm. it. That means we have stacked. Yeah. That's not, not good news. Not good news. Jacksonville at Kansas City. Kansas City minus nine and a half four in the four o'clock window on CBS. I, this is this tests me, right? This really tests me. Because as I keep trying to explain to everybody, Kansas City doesn't cover big numbers. They don't do it. And I want to say Jacksonville stinks, but they couldn't cover last week against a team that couldn't throw a forward pass. <laughs> I, I'm going to regret it, but I have to go Jacksonville. I don't know. Kansas City doesn't cover the big numbers. They don't do it. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I, I can't do it anymore with Kansas City. I've done it for two years. And this will be the time that they like of course. win by Oh, 40. they'll win by 100 now. But, but, but what, one thing Jacksonville has figured out a little bit is that they can run the football. And ETN's been really, really good. Um, Kansas City can't really stop the run. Um, so I'm going to take Jacksonville. It's a big number. Yeah, give me the points in Jacksonville, too. Yep. Taking the Jags, we're, uh, we're all jagging off, I guess. Oh, my um, God. Everybody? everybody? No, no, no. Not everybody. Oh, okay. Everyone in this room, sorry. Everyone in this room. You can call it a circle jag, I John, guess. <laughs> John Proctor, Kyle, and Drew on the Chiefs. Oh, no. So we, we do have stack. No. God. Cowboys at the Packers, 425 on Fox. Mike McCarthy returns to Green Bay. Green Bay getting five points at home. That number's come down a little bit from yeah, where I it think started. Yeah, it around. Because at first this week, I actually was going to take the Packers because it started big. It started over a touchdown. Um, coming down beneath a touchdown, I think I'm going to take the Cowboys. Like, there's just nothing to like about the Packers. They lose Romeo Dobbs on top of it. Um, they're throwing to some guy named Torre. Who I don't even know that Ken's heard of, and he knows everybody. Have him, have him on about eight of my dynasty leagues. I drafted him. Really? Yeah. Are you playing him though? Uh, in some places I may be oh, forced God. to. Oh. Um, but oh. but he's a he's a speed guy. It's fine. Speed guy. The answer is the Cowboys. I until Green Bay does something. They may even be without uh, Andrew Jones as well. Um, Wait, Aaron Jones. You mean Aaron Jones? Yeah. Sorry. You know, that's the part for the course. former former Braves center yeah. fielder Andrew yeah, Jones might not play for the Packers. <laughs> Neither one of them is going to play. Uh, so I'll, I'll take I'll take the Cowboys coming off the bye. Yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Green Bay's dead, and Aaron Rodgers should be in jail. Wow, wow, jail. <laughs> uh, okay. I still feel like the Packers should be a good team, and I think they can probably keep it close too. So I'm probably going to regret this, but I'm okay. taking the Packers okay. alongside Drew Forrester. We the only we're the only two. I don't know if that's one that you'd want to have on your side. Yeah, I think I John's right about that. You'd yeah. probably be better off without it. Uh, finally, Sunday Night Football: uh, L.A. Chargers at the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, San Francisco minus seven. Minus seven against the Chargers. I don't like minus seven. I don't. Feels I, pushy. It does. It definitely feels, feels, pushy. feels pushy. You're a thousand percent right that it feels pushy. <laughs> um, here's the number that I come up with. Justin Herbert, when he has been a touchdown or more underdog in his career, it's only happened three times. He's covered all three times. I, I get it. Justin Herbert, I know Ken was trying to mock me on Twitter earlier because he still wants Justin <laughs> Herbert to stink. With the broken with Would the with the broken ribs this season, he has not been the same. There is no doubt he has not been the same guy this season playing with the broken ribs. And by the way, without any wide receivers, I was just going to say. That yes. I think more importantly, right. both things have been yeah. significant factors. Um, but he is still somebody that I think, if they fall behind by a couple of scores, could get it back into cover territory. I'm going to have to take the Chargers here. Yeah, I can't do it. No, no, he doesn't. He's not going to have his top two wide receivers yet again. Hasn't played well. He's hurt. San Francisco is just on a different level now with with McCaffrey. They get 
They get um, Samuel back this week as well. I don't, I don't think the two of them have played together. Can't wait to see how that works. I, I'll, I'll take the 49ers here. Yeah, I don't like it, but I'm going to take the Chargers. It's ugly. Uh, yeah, I like the 49ers a lot, but uh, here's another angle for you, Glenn. Jimmy G is 34-23 and 23 against the spread in his career. As an mm. underdog, he's 17-5 mm. and five against mm. the spread, but as a favorite, 17-19 and 19 against Ooh, the spread. I and, I like your, and I like what you said about Herbert. I'll take the Chargers as well. All right. Glenn, me on the Chargers. John Proctor, Kyle on the Chargers. John mm. and Little Rock on the Chargers. The Ooh, others no. the oh, others no. are the 49ers, All right, including Andrew good. Stecka. Not very a lot of good. people on the 49ers. Those are our picks for the week, and we will get them up at Glenn Clark Radio on uh, or at GlennClarkRadio.com here momentarily. If you haven't picked up the new print issue of Pressbox, do it right now. Kevin Willard is on the cover, the new Maryland basketball coach. He sat down with Stan the Fan and I for a really great Q&A um, as he takes over at the University of Maryland. Go pick that up. You can also meet uh, Division One men's and women's players from all across the state in the new print issue of Pressbox. We'll come back in uh, quickly, tidbit tubular. We are running late and I apologize. Weekend at Bookies after that, Glenn Clark Radio. Have you been to Guilford Hall Brewery? Located in Baltimore's Station North neighborhood, Guilford Hall Brewery breaks the craft brew mold with their great handcrafted microbrews and amazing Bavarian-style food selections. Join Guilford Hall seven days a week for Orioles, Ravens, and all of your favorite college games. Make plans now to watch the big games, play trivia, or bring your dog for yappy hour. They even have free valet service on Friday and Saturday nights. Go to guilfordhall.com for a complete schedule of events, beer listings, and food and drink specials. We'll see you at Guilford Hall Brewery. That first sip. That first bite. Mm. Start your day off right with a delicious breakfast at Royal Farms. Choose from a fantastic selection of fresh Royal Farms breakfast sandwiches and top it off with a rich hot cup of the freshest coffee in the world. At Royal Farms, breakfast is available day and night. It's the freshest breakfast in the world. Real fresh, real fast, Royal Farms. What's up, everyone? This is Tyus Bowser, and I'm excited to tell you that I'm back for season two of the Tyus Bowser Show in partnership with Pressbox and Great Ace Memorabilia. Join us on Tuesday nights throughout the season as I'll be heading all over town with my special guests. And of course, our co-hosts, Glenn and Rita. What is it, Rita and Glenn? What is it? I look forward to meeting you guys and talking a little bit about football and a lot about life. And if you happen to miss the show, you can now catch a replay Friday nights on 1057 The Fan. Get all of your details for the Tyus Bowser Show right now at PressBoxOnline.com slash Bowser. The next Tyus Bowser Show is Tuesday, November 15th at Mother's North Grill in Timonium. It's brought to you by Maryland Vascular Specialists and the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill. Sports betting has come to Maryland, and we're ready to help you win some money. Tune in for Simply the Bets every Tuesday morning at 11.40. FanDuel Sportsbook GM Leon Twyman and VEASAN's Aaron Oster join the guys every week to give you all of the info you need and offer you a few winners. And every other Thursday at 11.40, tune in for Weekend at Bookies as Andrew Stecka and Alloy Sports' Brad Cronthal help make you some money for the weekend. So come win some money with us on Simply the Bets every Tuesday and Weekend at Bookies every other Thursday. Brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. Listen at PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Watch at YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline. 
Glory Days Grill's Oktoberfest menu is now running. It's one of their most popular seasonal menus all year. It features the chicken schnitzel, the Oktoberfest brewer's platter, the brewer's sausage sandwich, the Bavarian burger with a pretzel bun, the cheddar ale soup, the slam dunk pretzels, and the apple cobbler. All of these meals pair well with Oktoberfest beers and Angry Orchard on draft. Dine in or order online at glorydaysgrill.com and pick up your favorites to take home. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Check out Jeremy Kahn's daily picks at PressBoxOnline.com as he tries to find you daily winners. And speaking of winners, here's a man who once won a media curling contest. And I don't think anything else. He's Glenn Clark. Stan the Fan and Danny Black, Baltimore Sports Collectibles, caught up yesterday. You can find it right now, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, YouTube.com slash PressBoxOnline, PressBoxOnline.com slash video. Early in the week, Stan and Ross caught up with former Orioles manager Dave Tremblay. Find that as well in the same locations. KZ, you have finished your sandwich. I have. How you feeling? It's not sitting well. No. You but, said you were sick for a week after the milk and spaghetti. Yeah, I won't be sick for a week okay. for this. But it, 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 again, the worst part, like you and I had talked before, was actually the mayo. Yeah, the jelly was not as minty as minty as minty as it could have been. All right, I uh, appreciate you being a man of your word. Of course, coming in here and doing. As long that. as you tell me where I I'm going, I, I'm, I'm good. I appreciate that. <laughs> Being the case. Uh, you can, of course, still follow Ken on Twitter at Fans Fantasy, and you can still pepper him with all of your fantasy football questions. People do every week. And he's going to do his best. But I've answered every question this he's, year. He's retired. I am. Like, keep that in mind. He's laying on a beach somewhere. I uh, just came in out of retirement to do this with us today. I love you, buddy. Love you, too. I appreciate you. It's good to see you, man. It's been too long. Yeah. All right. Let's, can we, can we, what's the story? Can Tidbit push? Yeah. All right. All right. Yes, Tidbit can Tidbit push. will push. Tidbit would have been brought to you today, and it would have been great. Oh, yeah. It would have been brought to you by the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, which uh, you can see in action one week from this Sunday. Stop by the game day firehouse uh, at uh, 1202 Ridgely Street, just west of the stadium, the Firefighters Union Hall. Sample some cooking from the Ginsu Kamado Grill. Register to win your own as well as $500 worth of grilling meats. Tubular brought to you by FanDuel. Right now, go to pressboxonline.com slash offers and register. Pre-registration bonus, $100 from our friends at FanDuel Plus. You'll still get their new user promo when they go live in the coming weeks. Pressboxonline.com slash offers right now to get that pre-registration bonus credit. Pressboxonline.com slash offers. Here's what's coming up tonight. Uh, NFL Week 10 does indeed get underway, technically. Uh, Panthers-Falcons, another barn burner on Thursday Night Football. They got Al, they, they have Al Michaels doing these games every week. Ravens-Buccaneers was a delight in comparison to yeah, what he it was. has. Uh, Falcons-Panthers, tonight at 8.15 on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, a lot of local uh, college hoops teams in action tonight. Maryland hosts uh, Western Carolina tonight at 7 on Big Ten Network+. Plus. Loyola, By the way, this is pretty funny. Loyola plays Penn State tonight. UMBC hosts Penn State York. Morgan State hosts Penn State Allegheny. They all came Just on the same bus. Sort of weird how it all worked out. Uh, yeah, Loyola, Penn State, 7 o'clock on Big Ten Network Plus. ESPN Plus for Penn State, York, UMBC at 7. MorganStateBears.com for Penn State Allegheny and Morgan State at 7.30. Uh, Towson is at UMass tonight at 7 o'clock. Unfortunately, you'd have to pay for a Nesson Plus subscription. In I order. thought I saw it was on ESPN Plus. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe they've, they've co-opted it oh, as okay. well. All right, I'll check into that yeah. because uh, it was scheduled to be on Nesson Plus uh, locally on TV up that way. 
the U.S. women play a friendly tonight against Germany at 7 o'clock on FS1. And the Wizards are at the Mavericks tonight at 7 on NBC Sports Washington. NBA TV for Sixers Hawks at 7.30. ESPN Plus and Hulu for Golden Knights Sabres at 7. Blackhawks Kings at 10.30. Uh, everything else, go to GlennClarkRadio.com and find it there. Is there a highlight that you can throw out? Uh, Atlanta series finale. Ah. And Falling for Christmas, new movie Wait, on Netflix. Is this a series finale? This yes, is the final this is season the, of Atlanta? Yep, I didn't the, realize that. series finale of Atlanta on Netflix. I caught up there. Yeah, me too. Work on that. Uh, Falling for Christmas, Lindsay Lohan. Uh, she, loses ah. her, she loses her memory. Uh, she meets a handsome guy is, in a is cabin. This, is, this, is this a Hallmark thing? Yeah, that Lindsay I, it, it looks like it. But it's is Lindsay Lohan reached the that portion of her career? It's on Netflix, but it is classic Hallmark. But yes, she has. Well, I mean... But I still thought she could be crazy a little bit. I didn't think she had to fall into the just make Hallmark movies portion of her career yet. I don't think she's embraced in movies the crazy part yet. Uh, maybe not. Maybe that's true. Maybe that's a good point. Uh, we watched Home Alone last night while we decorated. Ooh. Yeah, it was uh, and Home Alone too. We 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 wow. comboed both of them. It was a was a lovely starring, of course, the former president of the United States. <laughs> Home Alone too. All right. Uh, thanks, thanks to Casey. Uh, it was great to have him. Thanks, to John and Little Rock, who's going to be hanging out with us for a little while because he and I are going to go over and grab some glory days after the show. Uh, thanks also today to Dominique Foxworth. Thanks to uh, Jaden Umbarger. Man, he was awesome from Navy. Thanks as well uh, this morning to Kenny Main. We'll get all of that up in the greatest hits section of the Art. tab at glennclarkradio.com. On the program tomorrow, uh, Bo Smolka will join us, Pressbox Ravens beat writer. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN, who has kind of linked the Ravens and Odell Beckham a little bit. So we will check in with him. Uh, stuff and things as well on Friday. Thanks, everybody, at Pressbox. All of our great sponsors and partners, including... Ooh, the Baltimore area Chick-fil-A restaurants, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com, FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland, the all-new Ginsu Kamado Grill, Glory Days Grill, Guilford Hall Brewery, the Baltimore County Police Department. Uh, I think that's everybody. I do everybody? Royal Farms, Costas Inn, thanks to them as well. Thanks to Griffin at Griffin underscore Bass. Follow us at Glenn Clark Radio, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a great Thursday night. Go local hoops teams. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks too. Give us one minute. Weekend at Bookies is next. Apologies for the late start this week, but it is Weekend at Bookies, brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland. Glenn Clark, Griffin Bass with you. My buddy John Little Rock is hanging out with us uh, in studio today as he's in town. Um, later on in the program, our buddy Brad Cronthal from Alloy Sports will check in with us. We'll be f- focusing primarily on football this week. But we always start off Weekend at Bookies with a little Stets and Figures joining us now. He is our friend, Mr. Andrew Stecka, and he's back with us on Weekend at Bookies. What's going on, pal? How are you? Good morning, Glenn. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I have a friend here who just wanted to, to pass along a message to you. 
uh, before we started with this week's <laughs> stats and figures. Um, uh, I friend, think I know where this is going. Yeah, friend, go go ahead. What's that message? Hey, buddy. We got to turn yeah, John's mic up a little bit. Hi, hi John. Hey, Andrew. <clears throat> what happened yesterday, buddy? Oh, yesterday. I thought you were going to talk about Sunday. Yesterday well, yeah, was a, Sunday was fun a total too. Punt. A total yeah. punt. Yesterday was a total punt. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean something else in soccer terms, by the way? Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's playing your bench. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm actually not. I'm actually not worried about yesterday. And weirdly enough, I'm not as worried about Sunday as you might imagine too. Because I thought, I thought Tottenham played pretty well on Sunday and just didn't get a good result, which is probably the first time all season that that's happened. Mm, mm, yeah, mm, that's too no bad. One, no one cares. I know about this is a riveting conversation in. that Glenn wants. Yes, to hear. correct. I understand all of what you guys are talking about. It's very <laughs> real to me. <laughs> Um, mixed bag, unfortunately, for uh, Andrew Stecka last time out in Stetson Figures. Um, Falcons did not cover against the Panthers. That, uh, no, that was a frustrating one. Yeah, that old teaser was looking good, except for the Rams, who, <laughs> yeah. who got hammered, got murdered by the 49ers. However, you did come through on a couple bets last time. Uh, the first half spread for the Cowboys against the Bears. That one checked out quite well for you. Tom Brady over 24 and a half completions just by the, uh, the, the hair of your chinny-chin-chin, but it did come through as he completed 26 passes in that game. Uh, completing, You hit it with 112 to play in the fourth quarter, so you did have that going for you. But you also tossed in the idea of a Gus Edwards anytime touchdown, and I love that one. I, I, I thought that one was a great one. That one didn't hit either. Uh, Griffin is mean, so he went and did some digging, and he also found <laughs> out that job. all the way back on August 4th, you said to bet Houston over eight and a half wins. Um, yeah, that ain't, that ain't hitting them. They, yeah, they, have, they have really tanked it. Yeah, now five and four on the year. You're not getting that one. So, new week, new opportunity to try to make some money. Let's get after it. Stetson figures for this week. Where are you starting? Well, we're going to start with tonight's game because uh, I think we all need a reason to watch it. Because it, well, to be fair, this game was obviously we talked we talked about this game two weeks ago. Yeah, by the way, you really going back after you went after you lost Falcons Panthers two weeks ago? You're going right back. <laughs> yeah, so we're do, we're going to do a little something different. Um, so let's start tonight in Charlotte. This was it was actually a highly entertaining game when it was played ten days ago. So I'm not as down on it tonight. Um, you know, this game had over it had 71 points, went to overtime. It was thrilling. Uh, it just didn't go the way that we bet it last time. Um, 71 points in the last game, the total is only 42 and a half. And I looked at that at first and thought, hmm, that's strange. Why would that be? Well, there's some rain in the forecast in Charlotte this Ooh. evening. There's some wind in the forecast Ooh. in Charlotte this evening. So instead of betting the total either way, because I, I really don't know how that's going to play out, I'm actually going to go – with a little anytime touchdown parlay, we're going to play two different players to score in this game, both on the ground. Okay. We're going to go on both sides of the ball. So Dante Foreman and Cordero Patterson, both to score anytime touchdowns. So the reason I'm leaning on this is, is Chuba they're Hubbard, both really is, good at it. Is Hubbard out for tonight? Or is that Do we know that? I, I think Hubbard's probably expecting that because Foreman's the lead man in that battle. I get it, right. Um, and, and Foreman scored three touchdowns in the last meeting between these two teams. So he's, he's got... He knows how to run against that defense. Uh, Patterson returned last week from an injury and scored twice, plus he got all three of the team's goal line carries. So, by the way, the Panthers, uh, if you remember what they did last week, they kind of let up uh, a lot to that guy Joe Mixon in Cincinnati. So uh, I expect that these two teams true. to try and, try and control the game on the ground. 
I'm not, like I said, I'm not comfortable with an over bet, even though that number is fairly low, just because I'm not sure what the weather's going to be. But uh, if you pair both these guys together to both score a touchdown, you get plus 351 odds. So I like the idea of both of these guys getting in the end zone at least once uh, and these teams controlling the, goal, the ball uh, on the ground. All right. Um, I don't think it's crazy for what it's worth. I don't I don't have any issue with it. I, I guess trusting anything about these two teams is a little bit awkward, but they're going to play the game, so sure. Why not? I yeah, don't, yeah. Okay. And, we, and we're probably going to watch it, too. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I don't know who we're kidding. We're definitely going to watch it. What the hell else are we gonna? No, I'm watching Towson. Um. Okay. I mean, but yeah. that's at seven, isn't it? Yeah. So that'll be over. I don't what, go are you, to bed. what are you doing? I'll go to bed. You're, well, you're going to bed at nine o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Griffin is just gonna. He's boycotting football because he hates it so much. All right. Where are you headed next? Uh, I know we did not have luck with a teaser last time, but we're going back to a teaser. A little bit of a lesser teaser this time, though. Just two teams in this teaser. Um, we're going to start with the Broncos. They're coming off a bye week. They should be a little bit healthier coming off the bye week. And while I do think the Titans are a better team, they're much harder to take seriously if they've got Malik Willis, the quarterback. Uh, that is, if he plays, and then if Ryan Tannehill is back. So um, the one unit I, I think the Titans would have an advantage in is the run game, but the Broncos are pretty good against the run. So I'm going to move the Broncos five points from two and a half to seven and a half. And then the other team we're going to take is also going to be kind of a Take your medicine with this one, but it's the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, yeah. uh, it's kind of em- it's kind of embarrassing what's going on with them this week. Let's what? be honest. What are you doing? Um, but uh, yeah, a new coach bounce could be expected there. I really do think that's a thing. And uh, by the way, have you seen who they're playing? They're playing. Hey, I get it. The Raiders stink. I understand, man. But I, I, I. Yeah, the Raiders should not be a near touchdown favorite against anyone. Uh, I think a five and a half. We'll move that to ten and a half. So if we can get the Broncos up to up, up to over a touchdown. The Colts up to over 10 points. Um, Indianapolis's defense should also, they're probably the best unit overall in that game, especially from what we've seen with the Raiders uh, to this point. So uh, you, you put those two teams together, it's a, a, your standard minus 110 on a five-point teaser for those two teams. All right, I want you to know something. This bet might hit, but I hate it. <laughs> it is a terrible <laughs> bet. You are putting any amount of faith into just some really bad football teams. Uh, I hate it. It is a rough week, man. There is not a lot of I, – I, look, I looked heavily at the Rams before I realized that Matt Stafford was, was yeah. going to be in the Yeah, by the way, that was, that, that was my – this is not a joke. That was going to be my favorite play of the week until Matt Stafford. It was mine as so, well. So, I, in fact, I, I, had it, I had it punched into my notes for this week. Uh, to come on and do this segment with you, and I had to come up with this teaser instead because yeah. there was nothing else out there that uh, I love. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a, a, a peel back behind the curtain. Griffin and I do these videos for um, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel. You should be following them on social media. And we recorded. We put a lot of effort into our video for yesterday. And at 1,000%, at 2 o'clock when we taped it, I had sent it over with my – gotta hammer it was, was the Rams against the Cardinals because – Sean McVay owns the card. The same way that Kyle Shanahan owns Sean McVay, Sean McVay owns the Cardinals. You you literally you literally must have seen the notes that I had written down because I had that exact line written it's, in my notes. It's, it's I'm not like, even kidding. It's like eleven and one all time. Sean McVay yeah, is against the it's Cardinals. It's incredible. Um, and I we sent it over. It was all ready to go. Ready to go. They were like, "Yep, we're gonna we're gonna get it scheduled." 
And suddenly at 4.30, there were a lot of panicked emails, a lot of panicked messages I was sending. (laughs) You guys haven't run the video yet, right? And so uh, we came in here this morning before the show, and we taped uh, some new video (laughs) for uh, uh, the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel and Live Casino and Hotel's uh, social pages. So you'll be seeing that later today. Uh, Yeah, that that one was my favorite play of the week. I'm not thrilled about it. All right, uh, Andrew Steck is with us for Stetson Figures on Weekend at Bookies. What's next? Well, if that one was, was my favorite play of the week, uh, this is my second favorite play of the week. Uh, we're going over to Munich because there is no world in which I, I, I understand this line. I don't get it. Um, the Seattle Seahawks are just undervalued, dismissed. Everybody continues to go back to what they thought of them in the preseason, and that is just silly and not the case. This is now a top-five team in DVOA behind only – Philadelphia, Buffalo, Dallas, and the Baltimore Ravens. They're a top-five team in DVOA. I think we need to say that again just to hammer it into our consciousness. Um, The Buccaneers, on the other hand, are not that team. They're very, very mid, if not worse than mid. Uh, The Buccaneers needed a Tom Brady miracle to win that game last week against a Rams team that, as we know, has been letting all of us down and has not looked good. Uh, The Bucs are also 0-4 this season when allowing 20 points, which I think the Seahawks can get to the – get three touchdowns behind Geno Smith and, and, and the job that he's been doing. And I'll emphasize, too, it's not just Geno Smith and the offense. The Seahawks' defense has been really, really good this season. Um, I see no world in which Tampa should be favored in this game. Uh, they are, by a full field goal, on a neutral field. It just doesn't make sense. So I'm taking the Seahawks in the three points. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line with them as well at plus 130. I love the Seahawks in this spot almost as much as I love the Rams prior to the Matt Stafford in, uh, in, uh, information that we got last, yesterday. Hey, John, what do you think about that pick? How do you feel about uh, uh, that particular pick, huh? Yeah? I'm all over Tampa. Yeah, John loves Tampa for some reason. Dude, I'm with you. I, I, I don't... I don't get it at all. It makes the only thing I can try to make sense of is that they think there's something extreme about Seattle playing at 6:30 a.m. local time. Like that's the only thing about this that I, I could I could maybe see there being something too, right? Like it is an it is a and it's an extreme for any team to play in Munich. It's a particular extreme for a West Coast team to be playing in Munich. That's that's borderline insanity. Um, I, I don't know how they adjusted their travel plans. I don't know if they went even earlier this week, but that's the only thing I can see there because otherwise, dude, I'm completely with you. This is a really good football team, and we have to start recognizing that it's a really good football team. Um, I'm, that's, I think John should be more interested in Brady like flaming out and maybe buying Liverpool because they're up for sale. Ooh, now. Like that, that would be my play if ooh, I were Tyler. That could be interesting. He's got the money, right? Tom and Giselle far away from yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, last one, we're going to go to a Moneyline parlay because, like I said, this week is just weird. There are not a lot of spreads that I love, but there are some teams that I do like. Uh, we're going to start with the Chiefs at home against a Jacksonville defense that is just falling apart. I really thought the Jacksonville defense coming into the season would be okay, but they are 29th in DVOA over the last five games. Uh, I'm not fully on board with the, the Chiefs covering that big number of 9.5, but I don't see them losing to the Jags. So we're going to take – Chiefs on the money line. Uh, 49ers, the next team, coming off the bye. Jimmy G is very good on eight days or more of rest. He's 7-3 and three against the spread. As you know, they're favored by seven in this game. Uh, the Chargers had to scratch and claw and get really, really fortunate just to beat the Falcons last week. They're still going to be without their top two targets, uh, Mike Williams, probably also Keenan Allen. So give me the 49ers on the money line. 
And then that final one, you go to the Monday night game, uh, the Eagles are getting that extended mini buy, having played last Thursday, and they won't play again until Monday night. This line is probably a little bit inflated as well, uh, but Philly has won by eight or more in six of its last eight games. Uh, the Commanders are going to have trouble stopping that Eagles defense from getting to uh, Taylor Heineke. So give me the Eagles on the money line as well. Those three teams get you to minus 104 uh, just to win outright. So Chiefs, Niners, and Eagles. Just give me those three on a, on a money line parlay uh, at minus 104. All right. I don't, I don't hate that at all. I, I don't normally like you know money lines, but I don't hate. Those three seem like fairly safe bets to win outright on uh, Sunday. I guess that... I don't know. Maybe maybe the 49ers one is iffy, but I, I I am with you. Despite the fact that I picked the Chargers to cover, I do think the 49ers win that game as well. The Chargers are just so weird. I get and, it. And, and, no you know, they no wide receivers. Yep. Yeah. The, whole, the whole thing. All right, sir. At Asteca on Twitter is how you follow him. Appreciate you, pal. We will talk to you in two weeks. Uh, let's do it again then, all right? Uh, are we going to are we gonna talk in two weeks? Uh, oh, is that Thanksgiving? Is, th- is already Thanksgiving in two weeks? Holy it's hell. It's up quickly, yeah. Jeez, I, all right. Um, can, I give, can I give up my moral lock? Oh, you got him. Hang on a second. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we, we will probably talk. We will figure out what that looks like. Okay, we will figure yeah, out just, a strategy. Just, just let me know. Point. I'll keep you updated. What you 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 want to tell Steka what your moral lock is? My moral lock is uh, the over Texas TCU Saturday over sixty five. Over mm, sixty five yes. Texas and TCU. All right, it's going to be a wild one. All right, we'll we'll play that. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll talk to you at some point. Thank you, sir. All right, cheers. Andrew Stecker joining us for Stetson Figures. And we come back in. Our buddy Brad Cronthal from Alloy Sports will join us. We'll talk about some of the things that he sees for this weekend's NFL slate. That's on the way. It is Weekend at Bookies. Receive a free Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich offer card as a thank you when you donate to Toys for Tots on Saturday, November 12th at any of the 13 Baltimore-area Chick-fil-A Stuff the Truck event sites. Be one of the first 50 people to donate, and you will also get a free T-shirt. For a location list and more information, visit PressBoxOnline.com slash ToyDrive. Come experience Maryland's number one sportsbook this NFL season at the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel, the ultimate place for any sports enthusiast. Take advantage of our 24-7 kiosks, massive video screens, and watch all the action from the best seat in the house. With more money paid out than anyone around, make every moment more at the new FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel in Hanover, Maryland. Please play responsibly. Gambling problem? Please call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit mdgamblinghelp.org. The Baltimore County Police Department is hiring. Entry-level officers start at close to $59,000 a year with a $10,000 bonus. Some restrictions apply. Plus a great retirement plan, medical, dental, and vision insurance, advancement to specialized units, tuition reimbursement, 15 sick days earned per calendar year, and even further incentives for military members and veterans. If you have a passion for service and want a career for life, visit JoinBaltimoreCountyPD.com or call 410-887-5542. You must be a United States citizen, possess a valid driver's license, and have a high school diploma or GED equivalent. The Baltimore County Police Department is an equal opportunity employer. Make the most out of every day in your Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models. A RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, New Maryland basketball coach Kevin Willard sits down with Stan Charles and Glenn Clark to discuss the situation he inherited in College Park and how he plans to get the program turned around. Also, inside, we introduce you to men's and women's college basketball players from all of the teams in the area. And Bo Smoka profiles Ravens receiver Devin DuVernay. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores, and you can always find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Experience the best in Kamado Grilling, a complete outdoor cooking appliance. The Ginsu Kamado Grill allows anyone to sear, grill, bake, and smoke all types of food. Designed for efficiency and function, the Ginsu Kamado Grill upholds the enduring legacy of the iconic Ginsu brand. The Ginsu Kamado Grill is perfect to cook all year round, is great for parties, and ideal for tailgating with your friends. Reserve your Ginsu Kamado Grill today at ginsugrills.com and get $100 off on your pre-order when you use the promo code tailgate that's ginsugrills.com reserve yours today join glenn at halftime of every ravens game for the project game day halftime show at facebook.com slash sports we apologize in advance there's not much we can do about his face all right weekend at bookies is brought to you by the fanduel sportsbook at live casino and hotel maryland ufc 281 coming up on saturday israel adesanya in action you want to watch the fights, bet on them, and not have to pay a penny. You don't have to order it. You don't have to pay a cover charge, nothing like that. And you can win money betting the fights in the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel Maryland. So you'll want to be there. Reserve your spot. Fight nights. Create huge crowds. Combine that with it already being a college football Saturday. Expect massive crowds in the FanDuel Sportsbook. So make sure you reserve your table. You reserve your section of reclining chairs. Right now by emailing events at sportssocialmd.com, events at sportssocialmd.com to hang out in the FanDuel Sportsbook this Saturday for UFC 281. And if you are following uh, Live Casino in Hotel Maryland on social, you'll find out what uh, Griffin thinks of the main event a little bit later on today. Lock. Lock. Uh, yeah, it's a lock. I wouldn't start getting – you're getting a little bold with what it is that I you're saying. I feel pretty good about there, that one. Main event there? Let's talk. Like uh, let's talk more about this weekend's uh, NFL matchups. Joining us now, our buddy from Alloy Sports. He is Mr. Brad Cronthal, and he's with us on Weekend at Bookies. Brad, what's going on, pal? How are you? Doing great, Glenn. Ready for another great week of football. Everything's good. How about yourself? Everything is good with me. It's been a pretty good uh, season for me for the most part, betting-wise. Uh, a couple of hiccups here and there, but you know that happens. That's part of betting. I've been pretty pleased with the results. How have uh, how things been going with Alloy? Things have been going great, and especially lately. I mean, personally, using the platform and the app has been incredible. I won my last six. Last week went four and zero, and the best part of going four and zero was it was capped off by a Ravens bet that hit. So you nice. can't beat that. Nice. That is the way that you like to do things. Uh, I keep seeing all these bets that you're sharing on social from this guy, this weirdo Spencer. I don't know what. I just don't know what his <laughs> deal is. Um, he's uh, he said 16 and 12 so far, creating these strategies with Alloy Sports, and he's got four for this week. Um, can do you have any insight on what strategies he's using to create these bets through Alloy? Yes, so that is our CEO's Twitter account. Um, he, he's new to the Twitter world, um, but he has been using one strategy in particular uh, that he created. He calls it the drive extender strategy. We highlighted that one. A couple weeks ago in one of our forecasts that we wrote about, 
that one's looking at good receiving teams that get first down uh, and those tough type of teams that continue to push the pile and do that. Um, the ones that I've been looking at, one of the ones that have performed best is our road grader strategy, and that's one that we give out for free when you sign up for the platform. It's already preloaded on the app when you sign up, and that one's hitting at 61 percent for this season for underdogs so we've been hammering home that one as well well where would we be looking this particular week if um you know we happen to want to play that strategy as well absolutely so a couple of trends that i've seen have worked really well this season have been looking at rushing teams and strong you know running games and i combine my road grader strategy and the ground and pound strategy both different type of sample sizes looking at good rushing teams and they have three games that i'm looking at in particular first one being the seahawks and bucks seahawks the, the spread just moved to plus three so you get a better number now than it was in two and a hook and we like the seahawks plus three in germany against the buccaneers this weekend love kenneth walker Tampa Bay's been struggling. They were able to pull it out last week at the very end against the Rams. Tampa Bay's 25th in scoring offense. Seattle is fourth. Seattle six and three ATS this season. The Bucks are two and six. Seahawks seem they, they just both seem to be trending in different directions and, and really like Seattle. You and I are in agreement about that one. As you guys shared on social, however, the, the this one's weird because the overwhelming majority of the money has come in on the Buccaneers, which is why, you know, they've now become legitimate favorites. What do you make of that, Brad? Like, you know, you you guys, you, you're building strategies with Alloy, right? And, like, is, is it always just trust the data, trust the strategy? Or do you ever see something like that and say, like, I, I'll give you an example. We had this conversation earlier. I, we, we, uh, one of our college football bets this week is TCU Texas. And on paper, if you come to me on Monday and said, Hey, Glenn, do you think TCU is going to stay within a touchdown of Texas? I'd say, hell yeah, TCU's been playing great all season. They're undefeated. You know, they get they get a touchdown to play with? Absolutely. But that's because I didn't know that the line was going to be Texas minus 7.5. Then I see that line come out, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. If that's the line, somebody knows something. And I'm an idiot, and I just got to ride with that. How do you, What do you make of watching where the money is coming in on, watching you know how a line's being set versus just following the strategy and following the data that you have yeah for for me personally and i know everyone has a different way that they like to track uh different live movement public money data uh for me personally i let the data speak for itself so i go to that first then i like to monitor the public market see how that's looking um We've already seen from yesterday, I believe it was 84% of the money was on the bucks. I just checked back, you know, a few minutes ago, and now it's 56% of the money is on the bucks. So you know that the sharp money is there because it was plus two and a half with Seattle. Now it's plus three with Seattle. So the, the bucks got another half a point, even though more of the money went on Seattle, more of the public money being, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's up to you and your gut. And, and I trust you know, my theories, which go into the data sets that I can build on the Alloy app. So, so that's what I go to first, but the public mon public money is interesting to monitor. I would say last week, the Tennessee game really felt like the Texas situation you felt. I just felt Tennessee at plus 14. I mean, they still have Derrick Henry, right? right. He, he's still living and he's still playing. That seemed like a, a spread that they could easily cover. And, you know, it wasn't a sweat at all, but it was one of those where we were like, 
what's going on here? I don't know. You say it wasn't a sweat, but there was a point in the fourth quarter where I was like, dude, they, they can't move the ball. I was actually starting to get a little bit nervous that there was going to be some shenanigans <laughs> afoot. Uh, thankfully, that was not the case, and they indeed did get the cover. Brad Cronthal is with us from Alloy Sports. Brad, are there any other games on the slate this weekend that based on, you know, maybe not even your own strategy, but other strategies that you've seen success with through Alloy that are, are particularly interesting to you? Yeah, so, again, we're trying to build with our forecasts. These are articles and content, different types of strategies that incorporate different stats and filters. So last week we rolled one out. We called it the Legatron strategy, really looking specifically at kickers. We know how vital of an X factor a kicker can be on a particular team, how that plays into different results for close spread ranges or, or the money lines at the end of games. And that one's hit it, you know, close to 60% over the past few years for, for close underdogs. It's just quite amazing that literally just looking at a few stats for kickers can, can do that. Then you combine that with other strategies and, and, you know, you build a stronger formula here and there, but you know, we're looking at everything and you get access to everything on the app too. So you're able to play around with different stats and filters that, that you deem important to winning a bet. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, Brad, remind everybody uh, the whole rundown, the app, the website, the socials. I think I saw you guys are doing a podcast now too, right? It's, yeah, so we started a is a podcast, a, a live show that we stream. It's called Band of Betters on the Hammer Sports Betting Network. It's a, a sports betting network that just launched for the NFL season through BetStamp. So we're doing that. Uh, we're on social at Alloy Sports. Uh, the website is alloysports.com. You know, you can follow us and, and of course, sign up for the app. That's how you're going to get, you know, these trends, these strategies, and you can build them yourself or look at the ones that we've built and, and build them into your own betting formulas. Have the data, back your decisions. It's the winning way to win bets uh, in the long run. And important to keep saying, it's free to sign up. Completely free. You always have access to Alloy Sports. We have a premium offering. You have a 30-day trial for that. That's our Alloy Pro. That has over 200 stats and filters that you can build your strategies with. But we also have our quick start wizard where you can build a strategy in under 30 seconds, and that's going to always be free. At B underscore Kronthal, K-R-O-N-T-H-A-L is how you follow him on Twitter as well. Brad, always appreciate you, brother. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, we'll figure out. I know uh, two weeks from now is Thanksgiving. We'll figure out a strategy for that, but we will be in touch, and we'll be chatting with you then, all right? It's all right, Glenn. Sounds great, man. Thanks so much for the time. Thank you, sir. Brad Cronthal joining us as he does every time we do Weekend at Bookies, talking about what's going on with Alloy Sports as they try to help you win hey, some Brad, money as you head down to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino in Hotel Maryland this weekend to get your bets in. And don't forget, you can still register those $25 Super Bowl futures bets to win a pair of tickets to the Super Bowl just go to FanDuel.com slash S-B-N-A-Z in order to do that. Uh, Griffin likes to put together a bit of a parlay bet. We call it Griffin's Gratuitous Grouping. We do it every time we have a Weekend at Bookies episode for you. Last time out. Uh, not good. Yeah. Not good. Uh, Dennis Shapovalov, he won, so we, we got right. things off to a good start. Actually, that mat, that tennis match ended up getting pushed late into the afternoon, so technically we didn't start uh, oh. off to a good start Ooh. because Birmingham City, uh, took, they beat QPR 2 to nil when I wanted that. I just, all I needed was a draw mm. from QPR, mm. and uh, they killed me. The nu- if, I, if I had a nickel for every time QPR let me down, 
I mean, if I had a single solitary nickel, I would have a single solitary nickel at that point. Wow. Um, yeah, well, they let me down. So, done with them. Done with them. Can't bet them again. Uh, Aaron Nola did get five strikeouts in uh, game one of the World Series. And then the Calvin Cater, Ar- Arnold Allen fight, I had that to go the distance. Calvin Cater, his, this, this, he did this dumb, like, sideways flying knee, and he, he, like, I, I don't, he, he tore, he tore something in his knee when he landed. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, it, it was hard to watch because I'm a big Calvin Cater fan, and also it ended the fight in round one. So I'm starting to question your level of expertise. Well, I know you're a huge is, fan, but I feel like you've missed that was, a that lot was a complete, of UFC bets. That was a complete like fluke. Like that was like it was but an injury. But it's not the only that, one you've missed, Griffin. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, when you when you're when you're picking MMA, as long as I am, you yeah, know, you're gonna come across. We need to go back and maybe look at your overall record when it comes to MMA bets. It's gonna be see good. Where we are, it's gonna be I good. I don't know if that's the case, pal. The, let's I don't see. Know so if that's the true. three, but I had three before that. I went two for three. I had one that I missed. Right. I wanted Mackenzie right. Dern by submission. Right. She ended up losing. But what, but what then if I we had combine, Alexa Grasso? What if we combine all the videos we've done? Um, yeah, I don't think you. I'm trying to think. I I feel like I've hit on what. What have I? I don't know. We'll, we'll look. Right. Yeah, we we'll, can look. Back. We, at some point, Brian Powell will do that for us. I definitely. Well, the first one I did, I got right. Amanda Nunez. Uh, I got right, her right. right, right. All right. All right. Where are we? I obviously, played San Hagen a couple weeks ago. It was not a good week for Griffin's gratuitous. Yeah, it was not a good week. So we got to bounce back. Let's let's put one together. We're week. doing tennis again because tennis has. Uh, I've been actually pretty good. I think when I, when I just pick one tennis game, tennis match game, <laughs> one tennis yeah. game. <laughs> we're going to we're going the to first Milan. service game of the match. Griffin is betting. <laughs> We're going to Milan for the ATP Next Gen Tournament. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and later this afternoon, Lorenzo Musetti taking on, uh, is, is it Jack, Jack Draper? Draper? I love Jack Draper. Yeah. Um, but I like uh, I, I, I like Yannick Sinner. The Italians haven't failed me so far in tennis. And, so you're my just groupies. going with any Italian? Then? Yeah. And he, okay. he's, he's playing at home. Musetti minus 174 to get us off. To get us off uh, on a good foot here, he was moved to minus one seventy two. So, oh well, maybe I should back out. Yeah, Uh, but he was the favorite to win the tournament before it started. He needs a win here to get into like the 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 semifinals. Uh, and uh, and I like it, the modified rules that they got, where you what they're they're playing each set to four. Yeah, he's a little bit more of a veteran than than some of the other guys that are playing in the next gen finals. So that's the reason why he's got a bit more experience than mm-hmm. some of these other dudes. Um, I, I don't, yeah. I don't. I, I know Draper's a good indoor it. player, but I think if if it was a full match, Draper probably might be the favorite. But I think I like Musetti to get off uh, hot in each each set there and take down Draper. Uh, and then, uh, then we will go to Thursday night football. I like Cordero Patterson in his yards prop. Uh, this morning I, I was looking at it, it was minus like two hundred for him to have forty plus rushing yards. So I was like, that's very good. I think it already moved to like minus three hundred. Uh, but I'm just I'm just gonna stick with it um, because he's had forty yards in all in every game that he has finished this season. Uh, and I think I think uh, it that will be a ground game with the weather there in Carolina. So, so I like over him. over fifty five and a half. The so when you go to alternate rushing yards, ah, got yes, it. yes, ah, take got forty it. plus, which is unfortunately at minus three hundred. It was literally, I swear, it was at minus two hundred like two hours ago. Right, but but this already has gotten us to plus money. Just mm-hmm. these two combined. Okay, we're good. Plus money. Good, and we're sticking uh, with today. So I did say I would go to bed after the Towson game. Not true. Uh, I'm staying up until at least midnight for the Alabama State USC oh, basketball game. Got it. I mean that's. You throw the out Pac-12? all the records in those teams. Uh, to get yeah, together. you do because it's the Pac-12. Isn't Jacoby Jones? T- isn't he Jacoby Jones coaching at Alabama State? Is he? I, I knew he was. He was at Morgan. I know, but did Jacoby oh, Jones? We, I just doing told basketball. You, I just told you no, not doing basketball, dummy. I just told you to reach out to him this week. Have you not done that? It's been, he's he's hard. No, to I told you to reach out to the school. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, things are going well over here. <laughs> things are going very well. 
Anyway, they got a new basketball coach uh, with uh, Tony Madlock. He's going to rally those rally those guys. Oh. They, uh, down in uh, down in Alabama course, State, US, going out to USC. USC yeah, they looked terrible. They looked terrible. Goals. I liked them in the first half. Plus, uh, plus it was I think again this one moved too, but it was it's a plus thirteen and a half right now. I like them to keep it close in the first half before USC. I mean, maybe they won't, but uh, but but USC. I think it stays close in the first half. There, USC not uh, going to bounce back right away. Uh, they're not going to be ready for the the physicality of the SWAC in Alabama State. So right. I like that one. Right, legendarily a physical league, the SWAC. You it know is. that it's because you've been HBCUs. watching SWAC they, basketball. Yeah, for they forever, play physical forever. defense. That's what Tony Madlock, Tony Madlock, former MIAC yes. coach. So that's what he brings sure. with him. And uh, and so I like that one. First half spread plus thirteen and a half. And then finally, we will go to the UFC. And I promise, and and you're probably gonna hate this one because it's plus money. But I like Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler. This is the 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 third fight on the main on the main card there. Uh, so two before Izzy and uh, Pejera. Uh, but I like M- Poirier and Chandler. To uh, this is gonna be probably one of the fights of the year, and I think it's gonna go the distance. A lot of people think it's gonna that somebody one one of the two is gonna get a knockout, but I like it to go all the way just because. Both this this is this it'll mirror the fight that uh, that uh, Michael Chandler had almost a year ago to the day against Justin Gagey, okay. where they were just swinging and swinging, and neither of them wanted to go down because they're just tough tough dudes. So I don't think either of them is going to be able to finish the other. So I think it's going to go all three rounds, and uh, and I like that fight to go the distance at plus two thirty. Uh, it's actually down to plus two twenty now. So jeez, yeah. Uh, but so still, those four together get us to plus eleven sixty one. Eleven sixty one is where we are. With Love those it. Four together. Love plus it. Eleven sixty one for Griffin's gratuitous grouping again. Lorenzo Massetti to win against Jack Draper, not cover, just win the match against Jack Draper. Cordero Patterson forty or more rushing yard or forty plus rushing mm-hmm. yards tonight. Uh, Alabama State covering thirteen and a half against USC in the first half spread. And Dustin Poirier and Michael Chandler going the distance, the fight ending via points. Oh, actually, no. So if you go there, if you see the one where it says, will fight go the distance? This is weird. I don't know why they have it like that this. That doesn't seem to be smart. It's plus 230 there, and it's plus 220 if you just take the That point, makes which is no the same thing. Yeah, which is the same thing. All. But it stretches it to plus. It's an even plus right. 1,200. Yeah, no, I would take screen. the one with the better odds. Yeah. I agree with you on that. Yes, it does get you out to plus 1,200. You're right about that. <laughs> that doesn't seem... <laughs> Might want to call somebody. Got to get on it now. FanDuel maybe, doesn't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe call Leon and let him know. Like, hey, might be a bit of an issue here. It's the same bet, the exact same bet, and you got them at different numbers. I, I get. Is there a is there a way that it could go? The is there a way that I the guess answer- a technical dis- like if like if so if someone like gets uh, like punched in the balls or something. At, and, but it would have to be have at to ha- the buzzer. Yeah, it would have to happen like after the halfway point of the fight. I think. And then I guess you, it w- you would go to a technical decision at that point, I believe. Like if they, okay, like if, so like if they, go, like there's are a way that it can to, go to the points without it going the distance. Yes, technically. How about that? That is interesting. So I guess they that did. Might they, 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 they might be the reason for that the slight difference. That might that be the in. case. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, plus twelve hundred for Griffin's gratuitous grouping. We will see how it's, if if it hits, <laughs> you'll know on Monday. If it doesn't, you won't know you'll for find out until after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, you won't know. All right. Very good. Thank you, sir. That'll do it for this week's Weekend at Bookies. Again, get down to the FanDuel Sportsbook at Live Casino and Hotel this weekend in order to uh, watch and bet on UFC 281 and all of the football action. We will see you on Tuesday for the next Simply the Bets. In the meantime, may the odds be ever in your favor.